Blog Talk Radio.
judgment comes upon the law. No time to waste, run to the cross. Drunk for lies of this age. Feels too smart to believe. Trade their future for their lust. Blindly passing, they call you to join them. Fall into the order that Satan has designed. Men getting ready to sell their soul for a chance to receive his mind. Father. Father God, we just praise you for the days that we're in right now. We thank you, Father God, for choosing us before the foundations of the earth for the times that we are in. And we pretend not to understand these dynamics. We pretend not to, to uh, even try to figure out why any of us would want to be or uh, be chosen to be here uh, during such um, really, really end times, uh, spooky, scary times that we live in right now. Uh, but there must be a reason. There must be some attribute associated with our personality, our emotional makeup, uh, our dedication to you, uh, you know, just who we are in the kingdom uh, and we very much father do not understand these things we do not understand uh you know why uh, you know we hear stories from people that have been taken to heaven and and you know supposedly there are you know the, the people that are in heaven are uh you know and are just you know almost like you know uh in a holy way they're sort of envious of us being here on the earth for this time and it has to do it's got to have something to do father with you know that you know this 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 prophesied outpouring of the holy spirit and the change that is ultimately we believe going to come over us uh, at precisely the right time your perfect timing father all the way praise jesus we thank you for that father we praise you for psalm 139 verse 16 we thank you for ephesians 2 10 we thank you for writing things down in our books before we were born here on this earth uh, to, uh you know uh, works that we were to walk in and we ask you father in the name of jesus and lord jesus in accordance with mark 11:23 and your promise there we ask you in Jesus name that whatever these works are that we were to walk in we may not understand what they are right now we may only be spending extra time in prayer which is a great thing that probably one of the greatest ministries that any one of us can adopt and make a part of our walk but at the same time lord we just we we don't know what's written in those books we don't know what's around the corner for any one of us and we just give you all the praise and we pray in the name of Jesus and in accordance with your promise lord Jesus for you are not a man that you would lie and it says in there, whatever we ask in your name, it'll be given us. 
And we're asking you, Lord Jesus, that none of us will miss. We're asking, we see the scripture that says many are called and few are chosen. Father, please, in the name of Jesus, we pray that we, we were not, you know, uh, given such blessed and uh, just wonderful, just, oh my gosh, gushing, happy, awesome uh, words to understand that there are multiple raptures, confirmations coming in from so many different directions. Father, I pray that you would place upon the heart of Sister Nancy to really dig in hard and get that person that uh, was given division about the uh, three raptures, just dig in real hard and just not let go until she gets them on this show. Father, we want these confirmations. We need these confirmations. We need the encouragement. We know that we are heading directly into the fulfillment of the third seal. We've seen so many prophecies out there over, oh my gosh, five, six, seven, eight, nine years in some cases saying that the seals have been broken. Uh, yeah, and, and yes, we do understand that the th- those things can roll out all in, in kind of at the same time. Uh, that what's in, you know, that, that the, the seal seals the scrolls, but the actual rolling out of the scrolls can happen in parallel. And we see a lot of those things starting to happen already. We praise you for the things that we are aware of. We thank you, Father God, uh, for choosing us before the foundations of the earth for a time such as this. We do not understand it. And all we ask you, Father, is that you will help us just as you promised uh, your servant uh, Isaiah in Isaiah 41, verse 10. We do not be afraid, for I am with you. Do not be discouraged, for I am your God. I will strengthen you and I will help you. And, Father, we are praying in the name of Jesus that that will be uh, an abundant anointing that falls upon each of us, that, that, that just gives us that glory and that focus on, uh, you know, the, the promises of heaven and encourages us to continue to go forward no matter how difficult the days may be, even with the bumpy roads and, you know, and, and you know, three steps forward, two steps back in some cases. But, Father, we just we are latching on. We are holding on with all of our might. We are holding on to you, Lord Jesus. We are praying in Jesus' name that you will, that those prayers that we uh, hand, you know, raise up as petitions before your throne will be heard, that there will not be a delay, that you will help us, that we will not just be called, but we will be chosen. In the name of the Lord Jesus, we are imperfect. We, we, we are, you know, we, we, we dork up. We make mistakes. We sometimes sin, and sometimes that sin is deep in our heart, and it's just how we feel, and then we don't realize it until we think about it. And then we're like, wait a minute, that was not a godly way to feel. Or maybe we just, you know, get so frustrated with life that we just, you know, uh, have outbursts of anger, which we're admonished not to have in Galatians 5, 19, 20, et cetera. Father, we just pray in the name of Jesus, whatever it is that is in, in, in alignment with your perfect will, will, whatever attribute associated with walking in the future fruits of the Spirit, Galatians 5.22. Father, we pray in the name of Jesus that you will, if, if we have, uh, you know, uh, um, you know, periods of time, uh, perhaps, you know, uh, d- during the week, whatever, wh- whenever they may be, it might be different dates for different people, but just periods of time when we're subject to exceedingly difficult uh, circumstances in our lives, that, Father, you will give us extra strength to overcome, extra strength to make a change in the dynamics that might put us in a position where we would slip. We don't want to be slipping anymore. We want to be steadied on that course. We're praying, Father, please, in the name of Jesus, that you will incline thine ear to us and that you will answer these prayers very fast, that they will go to the top of the petition list and that we will be made uh, uh, able through your strength, for we can do all things through Christ who strengthens us, Philippians 4.13, through your strength, to be able to overcome, redirect uh, our behaviors, you know, do something different with our lives, rearrange things, think differently, choose happiness, choose it, and recognize that we are truly, truly blessed, particularly when we look around us and realize how many people are in despair. 
because they're not seeing the blessing that you have taken away death from each of us and given us eternal life through our Lord Jesus. Thank you, Jesus, for every prayer. Thank you, Jesus, for every hug. Thank you, Jesus, for every time that you have lifted us up out of the pit. We just praise your holy name. Steady our course. Make that narrow path ever so much more smooth for us. Straighten it, as it says in Proverbs 3, 5. And help us, Father, to trust you. Teach us to trust you in all things. In Jesus' name we pray and thank you. Hallelujah and amen. God, thank you, Jesus. Well, I, and so, uh, you know, the moral of the story, the short version, if it were, you know, uh, yeah, I finally got through last week. I was so happy when I was, so, I was just absolutely gushing happy to be able to do the prayer vigil and, 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 uh, you know, be able to share with people some of the things, you know, I, I, you know, a lot of people give, you know, the, 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 oh, it's all God. 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 But really there is an onus on us. Otherwise there wouldn't be so much guidance in the Holy Bible. There wouldn't be so much admonition. They, you wouldn't have the Apostle Paul say, well, if this is, if this happens and this happens, this is what you ought to do. However, if you choose to do this, you know, there's just, and you know, gazillions of verses. I mean, who knows how many? There's only, well, I, guess, I don't know. It's, I guess it can't be gazillions because there's only 31,102 verses in the, in the Texas Receptus versions of the Bible. But anyway, um, you know, it's, uh, 
it, it you know, it, it was very bumpy, uh, difficult. But you know, I I think I'd let you know, uh, you know, again, if you leave, if you leave your guard down a little bit, and um, the devil punches you out, uh, you know, you might react, and um, and that could happen to any of us. And so we always have to be, you know, me. I'm raising my hand. I'm always raising my hand. I'm always raising my hand. I mean, like I said, if there's anybody that needs to raise their hand, it's me, right, kids? I mean, come on, you know me better than anybody, don't you? Uh, pretty much. But anyway, so praise God, I got through that. And then, uh, you know, on the prayer vigil, I was able to get, kind of give a little bit of a testimony. But um, you know what? Doggone it. You know, it, it's just frustrating to me to even realize that, I, you know, when I slip into the flesh and I uh, act in a – and that just simply means in a human way, okay? Yeah, we're all human, right? And we do human human things. But we're actually being asked by God by our Lord Jesus Christ, to raise our, and all the apostles, et cetera, you know, throughout all the, the, you know, New Testament, New Covenant, the new eternal contract, we're being asked to raise ourselves up above our humanness, to be superhuman, really. And that is, that's hard. <laughs> you know, when you really, truly understand exactly what the scripture is getting at, when it is saying, you know, you, you know, you know the kinds of behaviors that you're not supposed to be behaving like, uh, and then you catch yourself doing it. And, and, and again, a lot of times it's overt. You know, a lot of times it's like, you know, kind of thing. And, you know, you're just like, I've had it up to here. Where's my, you know, baseball bat and my Louisville slugger with Satan's face drawn on it so I can just beat something, you know, that looks like him. But, you know, it, you know, we're, we're, we're admonished scripturally to, to raise ourselves up above it. You know, we're really supposed to be in a transition to our sanctification. Uh, and again, it, you know, the, we, we weep with those who weep and we rejoice with those who rejoice. And that means there's going to be emotions involved in our walk it's just how we handle it or you know we need to be you know try i i don't know about you maybe you got it down pat maybe you have no sources of stress in your life maybe you got nothing you got you just got it down man you might be just so blessed and not even really realized how blessed that you actually are now i'm not saying that you're completely frustration free that would be hard to believe but i suppose there's even people out there that are like that too um, but some of us, at least some subset of us, uh, you know, in one way or in one way or another, uh, are you know we are experiencing those you know fiery trials that are to try you as if something strange happened to you, you know. But rejoice uh, that, that you are partakers in Christ's sufferings, you know. Um, you know, it's hard to really imagine what that actually means. You know, what is the definition of Christ's sufferings? You know. Well, if I figure, you know, maybe I'm. This is too loosey goosey of a uh, of an understanding, and I, you know, then shame on me, or well, maybe not shame on me, but maybe you know, pat on the head or whatever, you know, good try kind of thing. No, you know, no Andy Scandies for you, you know, that kind of thing. But um, but you know, I I think to myself that any dynamic, any life dynamic situation that you find yourself in your life, like for me. When I'm, for example, with like you know, going back to this last week, when I have somebody on a project that shouldn't be doing what they're doing, and they're completely uprooting my life with utter disregard, having no idea, no care whatsoever. So, you know, and the situation, you know, after 11 years of being there, you know, it's like you know, you just want to like reach through the Zoom meeting and grab them and go, "What are you doing?" You know, but of course, well, anyway. So, but you know, we're 
admonished by the scripture to transcend the flesh or transcend our humanness. And that's that's why, you know, I'm I've even got a little green timer on my desk. I kid you not, because uh, I uh, in one of my books, I have multiple books about, um, you know, uh, tricks, little tricks that people use. Um, not, not all of them. Now, some of the books are Christian books, you know, like the Dale Carnegie books, you know, stop or how to stop worrying and start living or being happy or whatever. That book is very Christian. It's got a lot of scriptures and verses in it. I got another book that's very, uh, just gosh, it's just, you know, overflowing with biblical scriptures. But I actually find out that fine for me that a lot of the better books for me, okay, are the ones that are written by what appears to be unbelievers, as best as I can tell. Um, no mention of the scripture or anything. But the thing about it is what they're saying is so scriptural. And then I'm like, but, you know, then I can equate what they're saying and I can say I can put it into practice because some of the things But I have this like little green timer on my desk and it's preset to 60 seconds because, you know, it's that whole, you, you know, when you when you feel like somebody, you know, when you feel like you are being wrong in a really, really big way. The normal human reaction to that is to, you know, say something, stick up for yourself, or go into the fight or flight mode if it's really serious, um, you know, that kind of thing. Um, but I, you know, but and it's very rare that I, you know, get mad. Um, I, I'm really kicked back and, you know, and lots and lots of people at, at my workplace, you know, I have over 30 things that they sent to HR and stuff, you know, to, you know, just to tell them, oh, we just love working with John. We just love, you know, oh, we'll just, I got one of those last week too. So anyway, um, but, you know, a big part, yep, yep, yep. Oh, hold on a second. Wait a minute. Let me just see here. I just got a text message from Brother Zen, so. I do want to see if he's going to be able to make it tonight. Um, hey, brother, I'll be on about nine to talk to you then. Awesome. Okay, great. That's great. All right, cool. I'm going to just respond to his text phrase, guy. But anyway, so um, so I'm, uh, you know, I got this little 60 second timer. You know, if I feel that that you know I'm getting, you know, because see, the, here's the thing. What we don't realize is that yeah, there we have. There's three different dynamics that make up our walk. There's the godly dynamics. But see, God loves to test us. The Lord God tests the righteous. It's all over the Bible. You know, it's just part of our walk. Okay? It's just how it is. And we're expected to pass those tests because we're being conditioned to grow. We're supposed to grow into those Christ-like light beings that we're going to ultimately be transformed into. But we're supposed to be doing it in advance. Okay? And and, um, and they don't teach this in in, in you know at all. There's so much they don't teach in churchianity. It's unbelievable, and a lot of it is exceedingly dangerous. Uh, the, the fact that they don't teach it, it's very dangerous to the parishioners of those congregations, those you know the, those churches. Stuff they need to know. And I I get I get a double dose of that, maybe a quadruple dose of that every time I go up, you know, under you know with the pandemic, with the pandemic and all that kind of stuff, you know, uh, for the first time in several years I actually went up to Pennsylvania. But you know I always get an earful when I'm up there because you know there that, that my family is the classic ev- American evangelical. Now they're aware, a little bit more aware of this stuff, but they're, you know, my my one sister, she's like gullible and believes everything she sees. So she's like totally QAnon and Pizzagate and all that kind of stuff. So, but the problem is, you know, it, it is complicated. The reptilian beings make our lives very, very hard. They're uh, hundreds of times more intelligent 
I would imagine. I don't know. I'm taking a guess. I just pulled the 100 number out of the air. But, but they're many, many, many times more intelligent as fallen angelic beings. Than, than humans are at their very best. It doesn't matter how much you know how good you are at critical thinking and all the other stuff and how well you know your Bible. And yeah, you could say, well, the Holy Spirit, this and the Holy Spirit. Well, yeah, the Holy Spirit is involved. You know, we we have a three way dynamic. You know that makes up our walk, our choices, what we do, and we are admonished. You know, if you're you know flee from sexual immorality, flee from this. You know, and what does that mean? Why is that so, you know, well, well, obviously, you know, that that is a, that is a statement to us to take the necessary human measures to change our behaviors, change where you go, change who you talk to, change what you subject yourself to, change, you know, I, I mean, like in my walk, I but, you know, Satan knows. Satan knows each one of our strings to pull. He knows exactly what's going to upset you. He and and it's just like with Peter standing before Jesus. Why did he, Peter hand chosen apostle? Oh my gosh, it doesn't get any better than that. By God, for God Himself, God come in the flesh, seen by the angels, preached amongst the Gentiles, uh, you know, believed upon in the world, and taken up into glory. Um, you know, uh, I think it's First Timothy Timothy three sixteen, I think. But um, but anyway, praise God. Um, uh, you know, this it's a challenge, and we are being challenged, and we will be rewarded for overcoming, and you know, to different degrees. You know, and, and we're not all going all to get exactly the same reward. And I, I have stuff I got to work on. Many of us have stuff that we have to work on. But more than anything. Um, it's, it's not, you know, you can't just say it's all God. Okay. Or it's all Satan. No, this, 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 our, our walk, it's a combination. It's a, it's a, it's a big old combination of stuff come, you know, coming from the godly side, coming from the satanic side, coming from the, the pounding of demons. You know, we should always be integrating or uh, integrating, I guess is the right word, maybe uh, into our morning prayers, uh, divine protection, holy fire of God. You know, uh, you know, whatever it takes. I have, you know, articles, uh, you know, the uh, uh, spiritual warfare um, prayers uh, article on tribulation-now.org, and it's got bunches of prayers in it that people can use. Um, uh, you know, but you know, at the very least, say in the name of Jesus, I cancel all demonic assignments, tear up all demonic contracts placed against me in Jesus' name. I mean, at the very least. That you know, if you're not saying that every single morning, then you're then you're kind of a sitting duck. Um, we need to take a defensive and an offensive approach in our in our prayer lives, and 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 sometimes you know we get a little lackadaisical, or we forget, or we're focused on some other issue, or whatever the case is, and we got to watch out because the days are darker. We're going to have to make adjustments to our lives. We're going to have to make um do things that we've never done before. And, and I'm talking about the human side because you know you got the demonic side coming at you, you you got the um, you got the Holy Spirit you know coaching you and speaking to you especially if you're praying and you're you're you know trying your best to reside in the secret place of the Most High you know throughout the day and you're you know I have my like I said I got myself this little gratitude stone and boy it works really good um, throughout the day I see the little gratitude stone and I just pick it up and I just start praying and talking to the Lord. I, you know, and like I said, I got this timer. So next time I, I feel like, you know, somebody hit me with a baseball bat, I'm going to press the little timer and 
take my deep breathing things and meditate on, on the kingdom of God. Meditate on, on, the, on Mount Zion, the city of the living God, where there's an innumerable company of angels and a congress. Oh, man, of oh, just men made perfect. Praise God. I love Hebrews 12, 22. I want to go there. I want to go there now. I don't. I'm gonna have to get with Sister Nancy and Sister Lena and see if we, you know, if we can. We we really need to do like you know a crowdfund, GoFundMe thing, so we can go find one of those big motherships and get us all out of here a little bit early. Maybe I don't know. Maybe we'd be breaking the rules and then God would like let you know something bad happen. We'd be like, ah, oh, doggone it. This was a bad idea. I don't know, but I sure would like to get out of here earlier. Wouldn't you like to get out of here earlier, kids? Now, things are so creepy around the world right now that before the radio show actually started, um, believe it or not, and I'm talking about maybe 6.25 or so p.m., you know, of course, at that point, I'm feverishly plugging things into the show notes and news and apocalyptic headlines and things like that. My phone rings, and I'm like, oh, this is kind of weird. I wonder who would be calling me in it turns out to be Scott, my air conditioning guy. Now, I put in a new air conditioning system, and I haven't seen him as often as I usually do uh, or ha- had in the past. And I, I think I'm going to bring him over this week, you know, if for no other reason, just pay him to go in and, you know, do a little TLC on the AC systems and keep them, you know. But anyway, um, and say hi. But he calls me, and the reason why he calls me is because he's concerned about nu- nu- nuclear fallout. Okay. Now you got to understand this guy's, you know, he's, he's, he's he, he, you know, and so he would be a sampling of probably a pretty good cross section of the United States population as far as how he thinks about things. Although I don't, know. but anyway, um, uh, to have him out of the clear blue sky, he's like, well, you, you, you know, you got pretty advanced knowledge of a lot of these, you know, weird things that are going on around the world. Where, you know, we talk about them, you know, what do you think about the nuclear thing? I said, well, what are you worried about it for? And he said, well, I don't think I live close enough to McDill to actually, you know, I'm going to have to deal with uh, fallout, you know, nuclear fallout and all that. I told him, I said, well, then just get you some potassium iodide tablets. (laughs) And he goes, oh, okay, all right, I'll do that. Um, But, you know, I I gave him a quick briefing, probably about 120 seconds, a couple of minutes anyway. uh, Just let him know, you know, that things are not as they seem. Uh, and that before Russia, you know, levels the United States with thermonuclear submarine launch missiles, um, you know, that that we're probably almost for certain uh, going to see uh, half a dozen to seven different cities be nuked from the ground, like in the movie Some of All Fears. Um, and, and again, that that's just common sense, trib and trumpet, tribulation, Bible 101 stuff. You just take the prophecies, the dreams, the visions. Uh, in our case, you know, over 11, now approaching 12 years, and uh, unbelievable, unbelievable, unbelievable. But nevertheless, you know, over 1,300 pages of prophecies that I've collected over the years, many of them printed out in folders and, you know, cataloged and things like that. Um, but the but when you look at them, you can deduce, you know, when you know where the big gigantic, you know, you know, when the, when you know where the meteor is, when you know where, where the meteor hits the earth and shakes it, the whole earth, a global earthquake, when you know where that that is in the Bible, it you can use it as a, um, a marker, a milestone marker scripturally 
and then you can make deductions. For example, you're not there's no point in doing six or seven ground-based nuclear bombs in the United States if the United States has already been dev- devastated by the Cascadia subduction zone and um the um you know, thousand foot mega tsunami that's going to wash over. Uh, and it's a double mega tsunami because it also includes La Palma from the Canary Islands. So that's going to collapse at the same time. That's why when everybody was getting all, you know, uptight about, you know, the uh, uptick in, uh, uh, you know, um, shaking going on over at La Palma and the, um, and the, you know, the volcanic eruption taking place, everybody's like, oh, yeah, this could be it. And I was like, no, it's not it. <laughs> Okay, because I already knew that Chairman Manet confirmed multiple times that it that La Palma comes down after the meteor hit. So I knew it, and I was cool with it. You know, I did. I didn't even give it a second thought. But a lot of people were out there chattering about it. Oh, oh, oh no, this is terrible. This could be it. And you know, and I'm like, no, no, I don't think so. And I like I like at least having a mediocre understanding of the biblical end times timeline and a mediocre understanding at best, probably maybe a little bit better than mediocre of the events that are going to be happening, uh, because it gives you peace. You know, it helps you to understand that this stuff could drag out for a while. We, we you know, and that, and I don't like it. You know, I don't like it. I, you know, I talk to people all the time. They're like, I want to get out of here. I can't stand it. I, you know, people. You know, for you know, from all walks of life, all over the world, and um, and I agree. I, I don't want to be here. I don't want to wake up tomorrow. I don't want to deal with the, the the project that I, you know, the project that I had my breakdown uh, last week over. I um, and then you know, I was like, you know, I'm just smiling. I'm I'm choosing happier. I'm choosing happier, and I'm going to be happy, and I'm going to be, and it's going to be successful, and everything's going to be just fine. Even though it's really a kind of a ticking time bomb political landmine, because in someone in their ingenuity decided, get this, for any of you who understand politics, big business, uh, protocols, how you have to behave, you know, all that kind of stuff, imagine a consulting company where two guys that were servicing a particular client, a really big billion dollar client, um, created uh, two documents. Okay, one was for, you know, we'll just say they created two documents and they were for, you know, implementing plans in case something bad happened. Let's just leave it at that. Um, Anyway, uh, and then the customer comes back and they decide that they want to test those plans. Okay, so our my company had two senior guys, senior senior, senior, senior guys, create these documents for this client. And now they're bringing me and another guy in. Do you see the conflict of interest here? Because if I do what I'm supposed to do and I analyze what our guys gave them documentation-wise, and it, like, you know, sucks balut, balut, then technically I'm supposed to call their baby ugly. But they're very senior. So if I call their baby ugly, guess what happens? Yeah, human, you know, ugh, anyway. Yeah, yeah, it's it's let's just say it's not a happy day. <laughs> okay? And I am choosing happier, therefore it must be a happy day. I'm going to make sure it is a happy day. As a matter of fact, I'm going to raise my concerns up to the boss of bosses and I'm going to just come right out and say, oh, "Man, we got thrown into the fireplace here." Uh but that's okay. I'm not going to worry about it. Uh because if anybody can think of a 
nice, cushy, platitude-filled way to word a report that it doesn't rain hellfire down on my head. It's it's me. I'm pretty good at that. I can massage your words, and I'll figure it, I'll figure my way out. But I am going to call attention to my boss, you know, the head boss, the big cheese, and let them know, hey, man. You know, you you, you 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 put us in a position where we're going to have to take friendly fire, okay? But hey, whatever. Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Hey, at least I'm still working. You know, <laughs> it's a miracle that I have a job. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. All right. Anyway, on that note, let's uh, hey, let's go ahead and oh, wait a minute, wait a minute. What is that coming up on there for? I don't want pictures. I want to sc- hold on just a second. Oh, so many things that have to be done. Show notes, show notes are right there. Let me just see if it comes up. Lucifer, Father of Cain. Here we go. Zen's going to be joining us. That is awesome. We got a confirmation from Joy Jeffries Pew. Praise God. All right, Hallelujah. And I'm getting the uh, show notes up- uploaded because uh, they're. I, I don't know. There may be like, um, I don't know, maybe somebody out there who occasionally looks at them. I do get an email now and then. And there, you know, people be like, well, I've never looked at any of these show notes before. My goodness gracious, one of these things, boy, if it was just like, look at all this stuff that's in here. It's like, I can, you can convert hundreds of people to Jesus with us. You know, it's like, yeah, there's a lot of stuff in the show notes, but a lot of it's repetitive. And then the stuff that I change every, uh, um, uh, uh, you know, show is the um, is the news. But I mean, just the headlines, just the news. Most people in the world are completely unaware, utterly unaware of the stuff that we talk about uh, as we breeze over the news headlines and stuff. And they're especially unaware of the added commentary stuff that I inject into the various report. Okay, so they may have seen that headline, but they just thought, they took it at face value and they said, oh, okay, uh, you know, Russia's a bunch of bloody murderers and, and they're launching missiles into train stations and slaughtering innocent Ukrainians and they're just horrible and Putin's a war criminal and, you know, we need World War Three. And that's exactly what Klaus Schwab, the head Nazi, wants us all to believe. You know, it's it's all part of the narrative. It's oh, wait, wait till you hear. I'm glad I have a little bit of time, a little bit extra time to share things with you tonight. Because boy, oh boy, do I have a lot of things to share with you. Praise God, and and none of it's like it's none of it's really trivial. So anyway, praise Jesus. But on that note, kids, you ready? All right. Now these jokes were sent to me uh, uh, in the form of. Um, in the form of uh, graphics, uh, the, uh, artwork, uh, and, but they're good. There's some of them are pretty good. Are you happy about that, kids? So I have to like zoom way, way in uh, to uh, to uh, be able to to read them. Uh, so I'm going to do my best. All right, kids. So here we go. Let's start out with the. Ver- oh man, these are going to be really hard to remember which ones I did and which ones I didn't do because I can't cross them off. Not that on it. Oh well, uh, I'll just have to. Maybe my memory will actually work. Um, Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. Anyway, kids, why is the letter A like a flower? Why is the letter A like a flower? Because a B comes after it. (laughs) B, A, B, you know, B. Okay, cool. That worked. That worked. Uh, for, of course, like a Dorkasaurus, next 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 show I'll probably completely forget that I said that one. All right, here goes another one, all right? 
right, I wish there was just some way to uh, use a little pen or something here. Let me see something here. Uh, I do have the draw feature in Word, and it might let me – let me see if it – oh, it is. Cool. So let me go ahead and go file. Boy, they, they came a long way with uh, Office 360. You can do some cool things that you never used to be able to do before. All right. Praise God. Kids, are you ready? The next one. What flowers grow on faces? What flowers grow on faces? On, you know, people's faces. Two lips. <laughs> two lips, you know, two lips on people's faces. Okay. All right. That works. All right, praise God. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. All right, so let me go ahead and put a little X on that one and hope that it actually <laughs> is there next week when I try to do them then. All right, kids, listen to this. What about this? What is a tree's favorite drink? What's a tree's favorite drink? I know you're probably thinking rain and all that kind of thing, but think a little harder. Root beer! You know, <laughs> Trees do out of roots, you know, you have to admit. I mean, that does sound kind of... Come on, kids, work with me here! Golly. All right, praise God, thank you, Jesus. And on that note, let's go ahead and go into the news. All right, praise God, here we go. Ladies and gentlemen, may I have your attention, please? It's not normal. It's just wrong! All right, praise God, thank you, Jesus. Now, (laughs) so this is Biden standing outside of the White House. Now, this is all over Twitter. And I guess the people who listen to this program are like, no big surprise there. So I guess I got to cue up Captain Obvious. You're good. (laughs) Thanks, Captain Obvious. I was on a totally different track. Okay, so we know, first off, he's a reptilian. Second off, his, this this particular Nakash is, um, you know, has been, I don't know, morphed into a the body of a ex-human that, um, you know, is, is a total dementia patient. I mean, he, he, he probably ought to be, you know, locked up in the VA hospital somewhere. You know, with a band, you know, that goes beep, 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 beep when they when they track, they, they, you know, they track them. They have to track them because you know when they're when they have the kind of dementia that, that the level of dementia that this entity has, they they have a tendency to get up and walk around in the middle of the night and kind of have to go down Main Street and stuff and look around and go, where am I? What planet am I on? While well, they're pooping their pants and all that kind of stuff, kids, and that's kind of gross, isn't it, kids? I know, I know, I know. All right. Well, anyway, so listen to this. This is remarkable, (laughs) to say the least. This is absolutely remarkable. Now, what makes it even more remarkable is as he is saying it, he's got this. Now, I was told by somebody who is part of the Illuminati family and has a lot of insider information as to who some of these entities actually are. 
Um, uh, so, you know, I was, uh, but anyway, I was told that Kamala Harris is actually some type of a black witch or something like that. And she did put some sort of a book between her hand and the Bible because, you, uh, you know, a wit, a tr- true server of saint, servant of Satan is not allowed to physically touch a Bible. They can't. They're not. They, they, they can't do it. Um, and so anyway, and then there's this other woman that's standing on the opposite side. I do not know who this other woman is. She looks surprisingly like the the Supreme Court justice that they – I can't believe they let that woman – but whatever. The whole country is utterly, totally compromised, and it ain't coming back. It ain't coming back. I'm sorry. I don't, I'm not going to mention the names of all of the evangelical – um, you know, prophets that my sister sends me like daily saying this and that and this and that is going to happen in the United and God will make good things happen to the United States and then, you know, and blah, blah. And then I'm like, it never happens. And I, once in a while, I, I can't help myself. And I talked and I'm talking to her and I say, doesn't it bother you that none of that, not one of their prophecies has come true in the last six years. Doesn't that bother you a little bit? Oh, well, you know, and <laughs> well, you know, the Lord will, the uh, Lord, and, uh, you know. And I'm like, no, I don't know. I know what the Bible says, and it's the opposite of what you're saying. But that's okay. Listen to this. So, so here is Biden standing out in front of the, looks like the White House, and um, on, you know, because it's got the whole lawn thing going on and all that. And this black witch Harris, which has the intellectual aptitude of a grapefruit, and this other person who looks suspiciously like the Scotus appointee. And um, and I'm just going to play for you what Biden says. It has 4.3 million views. Oh, and by the way, those are only 4.3 million views from. This particular poster, which is Disclose.tv, there were probably dozens and dozens and dozens of others that posted the same video on Twitter and at probably have just as many views. So they, I would submit it may not be unlikely that 80 million or more have, um, when you consider all the postings of this, have seen it. And I'm going to play it for you right now. All right. You just got to listen. Just hear what's dribbling out of the mouth of this entity, okay? Oh, and by the way, remember this. The rulers of the rest of the world are fully aware of it, and they're just playing right along because they all know Obama's running it. They all know he's part of the club, and Biden's just drooling and wearing his diapers and getting shots of riddling on all day long, all right? Listen to this. This is... It's words cannot describe. Here we go. America is a nation that can be defined in a single word. I was in the foot, foot, excuse me, the foothills of the Himalayas with Xi Jinping, traveling with him. I actually traveled 17,000 miles when I was vice president. I don't know that for a fact. America is a nation that can be defined in a single word. I was in the foot, foot. Excuse me, the foothills of the Himalayas with Xi Jinping traveling with them. Let's do it one more time. We got to hear this one more time. One more time. Come on. 
America is a nation that can be defined in a single word. I was in the foothills of the Himalayas with Xi Jinping, traveling with him. And I traveled 17,000 miles when I was vice president. I don't know that for a fact. America. <laughs> I don't know how. I mean, even with the probably full full lobotomy that Kamala has had, uh, who knows? I don't know. But how can you not bust out laughing when you're standing right beside the American to define one word? You know what this reminds me of? This reminds me of this. America can be defined by one word. And Xi Jinping and the Great Wall and dragons everywhere and well, <sighs> uh, now I'm going to read this to you. Praise God, thank you, Jesus, because it's just that good of an article. All right, <clears throat> all right. Here we go. Um, as a matter of fact, I'm going to go ahead and play a little, you know, dramatic intro for it here. y'all pumped up. All right. And the title of the article is While You Were Distracted, International Elite Meet to Plan World Government. Now, you know, for those of us who have been around the block like 50 bazillion times, this should be no huge surprise. But I think it's it's just a great article and I'm going to read it. Uh, I know it'll take a little bit of time, but I think it'll be time worth spent. Praise God. All right. While much of the mainstream world has been spent the last week obsessing over uh, and debating the celebrity spectacle surrounding actor Will Smith slapping comedian Chris Rock, the international elite were meeting in Dubai for the 2022 World Government Summit. From March 28th to the 30th, corporate media journalists, heads of state, and CEOs of some of the most profitable and powerful companies in the world, that's fascism, uh, met for discussions on shaping the direction of the next decade and beyond. Now, of course, you know, God is in control, and he injects judgments and derails the plans of the dark. All right, but anyway, that aside... They go on to say, anyone who cares about our future should ignore the tabloids and instead pay attention to this little-known gathering of global technocrats. Let's take a look at the speakers in the panel, starting with the Mr. Great Reset himself, Klaus Schwab, founder of the World Economic Forum. Schwab gave a talk entitled, Our World Today, Why Government Must Act Now. Thank you to His Excellency for enabling this initiative to define a longer-term narrative to make the world more resilient, more inclusive, and more sustainable. Schwab stated during his address, the use of the term narrative is very important because it, uh, because in January 2021, Klaus and the World Economic Forum announced the next phase of the Great Reset, the Great narrative. As with the great narrative event, the World Government Summit was also held in Dubai as I wrote the great narrative meeting. 
while the political leaders of the UAE, uh, that's the United Arab Emirates, and Klaus Schwab may promote themselves as the heroes of our time, we should judge them according to their actions and the company that they keep, not the flowery language that they use to distract us. The simple fact is that the UAE has a horrible human rights record. The nation is known for deporting those who renounce Islam, limiting press freedoms, and forcing elements of Sharia law. In other words, they chop people's hands off and hang them in the square. During Schwab's short talk, he also mentioned his pet project, the Fourth Industrial Revolution. Goody, goody, gumdrops, we got another one now. And it goes on and says, which is essentially the digital uh, uh, panopticon of the future, where digital surveillance is omnipresent. And humanity uses digital technology to alter our lives, often associated with terms like the Internet of Things, the Internet of Bodies, the Internet of Humans, the Internet of Senses. How many of you have your Fitbit on? Raise your hand. I am raising my hand. You know why? Because I don't give a rip. <laughs> I don't care. They can monitor everything they want to from me. I, My father, God, they got to go through God to get to me. So I am not in the slightest bit what. Ever. But anyway, for the rest of the world, could be bad. Goes on and says, this world will be powered by 5G and 6G technology. Of course, Schwab and the other globalists and the 4IR uh, also lends itself toward more central planning and top-down control. The goal is to track and trace society where all transactions are logged. Every person has a digital ID that can be tracked. By the way, they're trying to force an international treaty that every single one of us will have to have a digital ID on our cell phones. They even give cell phones. I don't know if you know this or not, but homeless people have cell phones. The reason why they do, <coughs> excuse me, the reason why they do, these entities want everybody, even the homeless people tracked. Yep. So they give them free ones. All right. So anyway, it goes on. Um, and, you know, uh, immediately following Schwab was a panel which made no attempt to hide the goals of the globalists. The panel are we ready for a new world order? Featured Fred Kemp, president and CEO of the Atlantic Council since 2007, as well as an anchor for CNN, and a former advisor to former President Reptilian George W. Bush. Before joining the council, Kemp was a prize-winning editor and reporter at the Wall Street Journal for more than 20 years five years. In fact, the Atlantic Council had a fairly large presence at the World Government Summit, including appearances by Daphne Arslan, Senior Director of the Atlantic Council in Turkey program, and Olga Kakova, Deputy Director of Global Energy Center at the Atlantic Council. For those who are unfamiliar with the Atlantic Council, I first reported in May 2018 that Facebook had partnered with the Atlantic Council, uh, and connected, e.g. established a relationship with NATO. I wrote, the Atlantic Council of the United States was established in 1961 to bolster support for international relations, although not officially connected to the North Atlantic Treaty Organization, NATO. The Atlantic Council has spent decades promoting causes and issues. Now, when it says the word promoting, what that means is pumping millions and millions and millions and millions of dollars. Let me tell you something. These people on Fox, when they're telling flat-out lies, <laughs> they're doing it for their paycheck. That's kind of sad because, oh, well, we know what the end game is. 
All right, and it goes on. The Atlantic Council has spent decades promoting causes and issues, promoting spending millions and millions and millions and millions of dollars controlling things and issues which are beneficial to NATO member states. In addition, Council is a member of the American Treaty Organization and Umbrella Organization, which acts as a network facilitator for the Euro-Atlantic and beyond. The ATO works similar to the Atlantic Council, bringing together political leaders, academics, military officials, journalists, and diplomats to promote values that are favorable to the NATO states, which would be, you know, the Vatican, Windsor Castle, at the tippity-top, Satan himself. Then it trickles down into the global satanic crime syndicate, which obviously is totally a group of Nazis and world elites that are operating, operating out of these various groups. Nazism is an idealism. Okay, You have to understand it. You've got to know how it works and what they do. And then you can spot it from a thousand miles away with a crummy pair of binoculars. I've been studying that stuff for over 30 years. I can smell Nazism and Nazi idealism from so far away. Anyway, it goes on to say, quote, officially the ATO is independent of NATO, but in the line between the two, the li- or, but the line between the two is razor thin, it says. Essentially, the Atlantic Council is a think tank. Well, what does it mean exactly? Think tank. Let let me just translate that term for you. This is something I've studied for a very long time, many books. Think tank simply means it's an organization of men who get together, or men and women who get together, usually elites, very powerful, most of them billionaires, and they come up with schemes like, hey – if we release one of those strange, um, you know, deadly viruses that we've been wor- that Fauci's been working on for us under under the funding that came from Obama, if we release one of those, uh, everybody will have to wear masks and we'll be able to inject deadly, um, uh, you know, uh, booster shots into people and everybody will get AIDS and die and there'll be plausible deniability because they won't die for a while afterwards and we can say. Well, why would you think that this leukemia has any leukemia has anything that you know? Um, yeah. Well, anyway. So it goes on. That's what these entities do. Okay, they they give it the term think tank, but really that's just a term for a group of really creepy satanic entities from the bowels of Sheol. And there's a lot of them, and they all work together, blah blah blah. But but and they create you. They have these regular meetings, and they establish plans, big, drawn out plans with plan A, plan B, plan C, plan. You know, so you listen. You know, one of the reasons why you want to listen is because you. That's the way you find out what the most likely next several events may be that they will launch against humanity, because that's what it's all about: killing us promoting them. Simple as that. Very easy. All right. Then it goes on. uh, This allows individuals or nations to push forth their ideas under the cover of hiring what appears to be public relations agencies, but it is actually selling access to high-profile individuals with power to affect public policy. Indeed, everyone from George H.W. Bush to Bill Clinton to the family of international agent of disorder 
is a big new Brzezinski. Sorry, that calls for a sound effect. Have spoken at or attended council events. Last and six months after Facebook and the Atlantic Council announced their partnership, more than 500 Facebook pages were accused of being Russian disinformation and deleted. The pages, so, okay, so check it out. So you got this, like, so-called think tank, like Atlantic Council, hangs out with World Economic Forum, buddy up, whatever, with, you know, all the other Nazis that are, you know, Fourth Reich, rising up. Death camps everywhere, FEMA camps, been putting them into place since 1984, and even then some. Okay, it's all there. It's all in place. We're ready to go. All You know, we're just waiting for the next big event. And anyway, so, but think, check it out. The very moment that the Atlantic Council partnered with Facebook, 500 pages were deleted. You think that uh, is effective mind control? It's incredibly effective mind control particularly to the unwinning population who just wants to, you know, they're looking forward to, you know, going, doing, you know, going to college and having all these, you know, and all these wonderful things and becoming a a journalist. I want to be the next Megyn Kelly. (laughs) You know, they make a lot of money. (laughs) Well, they have, you know, think about it. They got to pay them a lot of money. Otherwise, they'd come out and say stuff. And then they will be discredited and smeared and their careers will be destroyed. So anyway, dissecting the World Government Summit, the main topics were the Ukraine, SDGs, ESGs, blockchain, and artificial intelligence. All right. Well, praise God. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. So I did want to share that, uh, that, that you know, that's pretty much uh, 85 to 90 percent of the article. The rest of it was like, you know, names of people that you wouldn't know. I didn't know them. I doubt you know them. Uh, but, you know, elites from many various countries, you know, and I, you know, so whatever. But I, I just thought it was so relevant to the days that we're in right now, because the whole world is really just one big wag the dog deal right now. Okay, and as we know, at the tippity 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 top of the agenda is the whole Ukraine deal. Now, what a lot of people don't know, and I've been talking more and more about this, is that the Klaus Schwabs, these you know Kemp guys, these think tank people, these elite global controllers, they've got quadrillions of dollars. I don't even know how much. I mean, there was no way to quantify precisely how much money they have invested into the evil that's been taking place in the Ukraine. That's why they're defending it so. That's why they're turning a completely blind eye. Uh, one of the uh, uh, head, uh, um, uh, you know, Ministry of Defense uh, experts uh, spoke in front of the Nation Security Council on what they had discovered, what Russia had discovered inside these bioweapon labs inside the Ukraine. Talking about some really, really horrible stuff, folks. They figured out how to – they've even created – I'm sure they patented them too – delivery mechanisms. They basically do things like take anthrax, inject it into mosquitoes, put them inside of a container, put it on a, you know unmanned vehicle like a drone or whatever, and they fly it over. And, and oh, and by the way, they, they've even created ones uh, you know, that only attack certain – what is the word? Demographics. Okay, so if they want to kill only Russians, they put these kind of mosquitoes in the little box. 
If they want to kill only, you know, Chinese people, you know, they've actually figured out how to target people based upon their race, race, creed, and color, et cetera. And then the, the, the drone just flies overhead, opens the little box, bombs away, 70 bazillion, gazillion, how many, who knows, Googles and Googles and Googles of the mosquitoes go floating down over the people, bite them, and they get anthrax. And anthrax is pretty horrible. I don't invite you to go out and look at what happens to somebody when they get anthrax on the Internet. I don't invite because you can't unsee things. You know what I mean? But it's bad. All right. All right, enough said there. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. All right, next one up. Here we go. The point being is that are they going to do anything about it? Were they even listening when they gave the the expert dissertation of what they found in the labs? Does anybody care? No. Uh, I, w- I went to InfoWars today, and uh, they had a poll. <laughs> this is great. They actually had a poll right on one of the pages of InfoWars, and it says, uh, what do you think will happen if you know the information gets out about what's on Hunter Biden's laptop, yada, yada, blah, blah, this, that, and the other thing? And they had like you know four possible answers. And, you know, it was stuff like uh, he'll go to jail, uh, he'll get a pardon, um, you know, stuff like that. But the last one was absolutely nothing. (laughs) And that's the one I selected. And you know what? Then it shows you the results, and the bar chart was like eight times longer than the rest of them, you know. It's like people are onto it. They know how it works. Anyway, praise God. So I wanted to read this to you just so you're aware. Because um, I try to keep my I, I try to keep my intel coming in from a wide range of different sources, and you can tell, you can tell. But anyway, especially if you've been tracking this stuff for years, like over a decade, and you know what their tactics are and how they execute their tactics, when you know that during the beginning of the Syrian war back in 2011, that there were uh, chemical uh, attacks and the whole world was just like aghast. How could uh, Bashar al-Assad, how could he do something? Says, oh my gosh, I can't believe he's launching chemical attacks. We got to do something. Those chemical attacks were coming from Saudi Arabia. The stuff leaks out, but you got to listen. Sad thing is most people don't. But anyway, I just wanted to let you know that um, uh, they brought in a bunch of Chinese journalists who went into the vicinity of Kiev um, in search of the so-called Russian atrocities, you know, the Buka, whatever, I'm probably mispronouncing it, and they found no evidence whatsoever, none at all. As a matter of fact, I even watched a video, get this, but I see them all the time, so I don't, sometimes I don't even think to mention them on the show. And I, oh, I just, you know, I just like, you know, I get tired of just put, slapping them up on the website, one after the other, after the other, after the other. I would, you know, it's like, sooner or later, you would just be like, I get it, or at least I would hope you would. But there's a uh, video that I watched out there where they were, uh, I, the slaughter that they said that the Russians did when they pulled out of Kiev. First off, they did not pull out of Kiev. They were not retreating. They were moving their troops over to Donbass, 
Okay, that's where there's 150,000, uh, uh, and they even put a new general involved, so they're going in, you know, big time. But they wanted to bring all of their power to the table because they got to deal with 150,000 Ukrainian militants, most of which are Nazis, with full-blown, you know, swastikas all over their bodies. They tattoo them on their bodies as, as a sign of solidarity. Of course, <laughs> it's also a beacon for Russia to spot them. But anyway, um, so uh, that was an interesting little tidbit. But this is even better. Um, I'm just going to read this to you. Uh, the battle for Donbass is coming. Now, I've known about this for about four days. And uh, that fellow uh, that goes by Aussie Kosak, um, he, he, he put a little question on there. What, what do you think is going to be happening next? And then I actually jumped in there and I, I said, this is what's happening. And I told him where I got the information. It's Intel Slava Z. Okay, now who this is, I don't care. But the information is unbelievable, and it's supported by photographic evidence. Um, you know, the missile that hit the train station, somebody had leaked out the serial number on the casing of the missile. It isn't Russian-made. <laughs> it's Ukrainian. It's NATO. So anyway, um, and there's even countries that are blocking NATO trains. There are people that are catching on to this all over the Uni uh, European Union. And they're, 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 there's, they'll have like 100 people get together with big signs, and they'll stand right on the train tracks blocking the NATO shipments of missiles and things into the Ukraine. People are catching on to all this stuff. All right, so at Intel Slava Z, which you can look up on your copy of Telegram, is uh, it says, the battle for Donbass is coming. According to the Pentagon estimates, more than 40 Russian battalion tactical groups are located in or near the Donbass region. On Wednesday, April 6th, the figure was called more than 30. About 10,000 more soldiers have arrived in the recent days, the Pentagon reported, said ABC News. <laughs> okay. Now, uh, anyway, so nobody's retreating, none of that kind of stuff. Yes, Russia's taking losses, of course. It's, it's a sad situation, but the motives... Do you realize, folks, that Russia is – Russia and China, really, are the only two countries in – well, I suppose you could toss North Korea in there because, you know, misguided, chubby little ruler <sighs> with a sister that's got a helter skelter look in her eyes. It's enough to scare, you know – uh, oh, my gosh, you know, Charles Manson out of his <laughs> cell. Anyway – InfoWars reports, scientists confirm Pfizer and Moderna COVID gene therapies are triggering AIDS-like symptoms. Now, I'm just going to share this real quick if I can. <laughs> it, it, this isn't a nana boo boo, nana boo boo thing, okay? I'm not, I don't want it to come across as a nana boo boo thing, okay? Because this is all very serious stuff. But... I am going to share this little tidbit. I'm hunting for it. Oh, there it is. The truth about the vaccine. Let's see when that was posted. The date of the posting is December 22nd of 2020. And the poster of this uh, video is a guy by the name of Johnny Baptist. <laughs> okay. 
All right. And it has a, um, a man by the name of Dr. James Lyons Weller, uh, Pennsylvania Medical Freedom Press Conference he was holding. And basically he's saying that, it, you know, that the reason that, you know, li- listen, I'm, I'm going to read this to you. This is from, again, December 22nd of 2020. Okay. Think about that. that it's 2022, man. It's April 2022. All right. Now. Now, I'm going to re- I'm going to read to you what I part of what I wrote. I didn't write a lot. I just wrote a little bit. I said I said, folks, please, with all the radio shows and global chaos, it's hard for me to break away and write an article. So I only do it when it's important. Listen to what this man says. I've known the vac- I've known the vaccine was a not the mark of the beast and b not going to kill massive um, uh, amounts of people right away. Because C, it would set off too obvious of alarms and people would wake up too quickly. Okay? And then I put in here, uh, subtitle, the real reason for the vaccine. Bill and Melinda Gates are pagans. They are Satanists. They believe that reduction of the global population known as eugenics. By the way, eugenics was practiced by Hitler and Dr. You know Mengele, who's now green. Uh, supposedly still alive and doing as many abominations as he always had, is extremely important. This is captured in the series entitled Utopia on Prime, and it's very, very violent. It is still there. The, the, the series, it's a TV series called Utopia. It's on Prime. All right, but it's not for the faint of heart. I mean, it's really violent. Anyway, it goes on. It's a very violent series and is likely to repel Christians as they remain ignorant. Listen closely to what this expert says. I'm talking about this guy, Dr. Lyons from Pennsylvania. He makes it very clear that the animal tests over years of time with mRNA vaccines have proven that the Pfizer-Moderna vaccine variant causes, now listen to what I'm about to say, quote, Autoimmune disease. Okay. And then I go on and I said, this is a eugenics nightmare because it it causes plausible deniability, such as that when the victim receives a vaccine and, and, you know, know, this guy explained, you know, a person dies from the autoimmune disease because something else, they get something else. And then, of course, they can deny, well, I had nothing to do with the, the booster shot that I got called plausible deniability. It's a lie from the, the dripping, foul stench of Satan himself. I published this <laughs> December 22nd of 2020. Now we fast forward to April the 10th of 2022. All right, InfoWars publishes this, and it's entitled, Scientists Confirm Pfizer and Moderna COVID Gene Therapies Are Triggering AIDS-Like Symptoms. All right. AIDS like symptoms. All right. Let's listen to this. Oh, they're going to force me to do the advertisement thing here. Skip ad. Here we go. We now live in a world where the hidden 1,291 adverse effects, according to a Pfizer document, are popping up everywhere. I liken the vaccine to and the and the injuries caused by it basically it, it's like a weapon right so the the virus itself 
was a pretty bad bioweapon to begin with. But what we need to realize is that the the real weapon is the bullet inside the gun, right? So you can deliver the bullet in different ways. Um, and the bullet is the spike protein. The virus was, was a pretty good gun to shoot the spike protein into your body. But the, the vaccine, the injections, are like a dirty bomb. Yet we still won't face the truth. Whilst you've been distracted by Russia, uh, Ukraine, the U.K. government quietly published data confirming the triple vaccinated are just weeks away from developing acquired immune deficiency syndrome. We're not really certain uh, how to treat this. We're kind of throwing the kitchen sink at it. We're throwing um, antiretrovirals at it. We're throwing interferon at it, um, ivermectin, uh, hydroxychloroquine, antiparasitics that are in study right now. We're, we're trying to use um, everything that we can think of uh, to boost up the CD4, CD8 counts um, and reverse this collapse, this calamity. The kill shot, the money ball, whatever you want to call it, uh, it is just devastating to the immune system. I, if you look at the Stanford study, um, the spike protein in the COVID-19 vaccine that everyone is talking about is called the lentivirus. The lentivirus contains a combination of HIV types one through three, SRV slash one, which is AIDS, MERS, and SARS. In the Stanford study, the best known lentivirus is the human immune deficiency pathogen, which causes AIDS. This is why we are seeing autoimmune and neurodegenerative decline after COVID-19, especially the booster. This is a condition known as prion, and the mRNA from the lentivirus cocktail is inserted into the DNA of human cells through an invasive procedure injection and permanently changes the genome of the cell. As Gateway Pundit reported, Richard Jefferson Bustamante Batista suffered a horrific adverse reaction reportedly due to the Pfizer vaccine. Days after receiving his second dose, he developed Stevens-Johnson syndrome, a rare serious disorder of the skin and mucous membranes. And as Substack points out, on the subject of excess deaths of youths, Enter Edward Dowd. He was a portfolio manager for the multinational investment firm BlackRock, saying the millennials about ages 25 to 40 experienced an 84% increase in excess mortality last fall, describing it as the worst ever excess mortality, I think, in history. It was the highest increase in excess deaths of any age group last year, seven times higher than the silent generation who are older than 85. And the increase coincided with the vaccine mandates and the approval of the booster shots. Basically, millennials experienced a Vietnam War in the second half of 2021, Dowd said, noting 58,000 people died in that conflict. I love the smell of napalm in the morning. And as the casualties and injuries continue to pile up for celebrities from the very real possibility of the mRNA vaccine, 67-year-old Bruce Willis's recent announcement of aphasia ending his career has doctors immediately ruling out the vaccine as causal. 
Regardless of the many COVID vaccine recipients reporting brain fog and a failure to concentrate after taking the vaccine, while the VAERS data shows 3,057 cases where aphasia is a symptom due to the COVID-19 vaccine, the vaccine injuries and deaths are mounting. There is no escape from the aftermath of the first phase of the war on humanity by the World Economic Forum's Great Reset. John Bound reporting. All right. Well done, praise God. And I'm like, you know, well, anyway, we saw it coming and um, and it's it's uh, it's happening and it'll be happening for a while. So and they'll have plausible deniability and Fauci's still out there. Why isn't he in jail? Why isn't he in jail? Nothing happens. Nobody goes to jail. Nobody pays for a thing anymore. Dr. Peter McCullough, the next article says uh, that the COVID jab death count is worse than war. And he's, uh, you know, and you heard that actually restated, but he's saying hitting his conclusion based upon the uh, delta uh, uh, over X, you know, X equals time. Okay, the delta of deaths reported on the VAERS database, he's estimating that the death count will most likely surpass 187,000 Americans. There's 350 million Americans, and unfortunately, as large of a number as that is, it will probably go largely unnoticed, which is a shame. Anyway. So um, I thought I, <laughs> I was talking to Brother Kirk Martin about this a little bit earlier today. And all of a sudden, the uh, Simon and Garfunkel song entitled The Boxer pops in my head. You know, there's a little bridge they have in there. Lie, la, lie, lie, la, lie, 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 la, lie, lie, la, lie, lie, la, lie, 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 la, lie, la, 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 lie. Yeah. Next time you turn on your TV and see the news, la, 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 <laughs> la, 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 you like that song, it's a good song, right? Yeah. You don't like the lying, though, do you? That's bad. Yeah. I know. Praise God. Next one up. COVID Digest. China says the United States concerns over virus handling is groundless. China said that it is dissatisfied with the United States after Washington raised concerns over Beijing's pandemic control protocols. Meanwhile, India is extending booster shots, uh, um, uh, booster shots to all adults. um, Alexa, what's the population of India? In 2020, the population of India was 1.38 billion people. 1.38 billion. That's almost two billion. Well, well, it's it's it's, it's a 1.38 billion. <laughs> oh gosh, and they are extending the booster shots to all the adults. So remember what that guy just said. You know, and they're and this is an analysis from some very qualified people. I mean, why it took them so long? But oh well, whatever. Stanford University, everything, you know, there's a lot of very, very highly respected people. Of course, Fauci will just wave his hands and go, wow, there are a bunch of, you know. And then we'll all sit there and listen to Glenn Beck goes, no one ever goes to jail. Well, anyway. 
All right, praise God. But um, yeah, they, they have another supposedly very massive breakout in the city of Shanghai. Okay, and the people in China are like yelling out their windows, uh, screaming at the people, you know, we're starving to death. But you know how China is, right? Uh, they're just not known as the most compassionate people on the earth. All right, praise God. Thank you, Jesus. Next one up, World Net Daily reports, school nurse fired for spilling the beans on students given puberty blockers, all but two, keeping this as a secret from their parents, with the help of the teachers. A school nurse in Connecticut was suspended and then fired after revealing on her own social media page that students in her school were being given puberty blockers, apparently without their parents knowing. The Daily Mail's recent report on the situation explained that Kathleen Catterford of the Richard J. Kinsella Magnet School in Hartford was branded transphobic and dismissed. Now, anybody that says that our Heavenly Father is not merciful is they don't get it. It's a it's a dagnabbit good thing that I'm not our Heavenly Father and I'm not I'm not one of the four and twenty elders because I'd be like leaning over to him if I was one of the four and twenty elders I'd be like, you know God. I mean, come on, listen listen to these headlines. Maybe maybe we should just pull the big red lever now. I mean, what do you think? <laughs> what you know? Don't don't you wonder? Don't you think the four and twenty elders have like these meetings with our father, and they're just like, you know, man, this stuff is getting bad down there, man. How much longer are we gonna wait? I don't know. I'd love, I'd like to be in some of those meetings, uh, kind of like a a Johnny on the wall. <laughs> uh, oh well. Hey kids, you guys want to go? You know, get a little cup and put it up against the wall of a four and twenty elder meeting? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I do. I don't know what they're talking about up there. They've got to be discussing this stuff. What kind of patience do you have to have as, as you know, and, and until the fullness of the Gentiles has been brought in? When is that? Fullness of the Gentiles. Who knows the answer? Hey, are the 420 elders in on it? Maybe God didn't tell them. Maybe God didn't even tell Jesus. What is the fullness of the Gentiles? Is there a magic number? What is it? Seven, 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 seven. Next one up. Ukraine prepares for large-scale offensive as Russia taps a new general to lead the campaign. And says Ukrainian forces dug in while Russia lined up more firepower and tapped the decorated general as a war commander ahead of the potentially decisive showdown in eastern Ukraine. It's the Donbass. Experts said could start within days within the full, uh, with a full-scale offensive. Maxar Technologies on April 10th published satellite images showing Russian military convoys stretching some 13 kilometers uh, heading south in Ukraine toward the Donbass region. Anyway, yeah, about, about a week ago, I, I you know, on uh, Ossie Kosak's uh, little, you know, oh, what, um, 
Telegram channel. He's like, what, you know, we know that Russia's not retreating, so where do you think they're going? And put your comments below. And I put my comment in there, and there was a feeding frenzy. <laughs> they were like, you're right. That's what's happening. And uh, I was like, you know, one guy didn't agree, but, man, I, I just got bombed with people going, you're right. You nailed it. You're right. That's what's happening. This is what's going on. And now we even got the Pentagon and ABC News chiming in and saying the same thing. All right, praise God. Thank you, Jesus. Next one up, the Jerusalem Post. Anti-Semitic hate crimes in New York are up 92% in just the month of March. More anti-Semitic, uh, anti-Semitic incidents were reported in New York during March than any other type of hate crime. Wow. Okay, so this is just new data that has just been released by the New York City Police Department, which... I guess, surprisingly, is still in existence. Just keep George Soros away from them because they won't be if he does. If he gets a hold of them and starts throwing money around, somebody will come out and say, wow, you're going to give me $3 million if I just get rid of the police? <laughs> no problem. Consider it done. Ugh. Anyway. Epic Times reports. Listen to this. Hallelujah. Donald Trump endorses Dr. Oz in the Pennsylvania Senate race. Now, what does this mean? I don't know. Uh, but uh, I will say that my two sisters up in Pennsylvania have been uh, kind of talking about it a lot. I don't, I don't, I don't really know. What is Dr. Oz? Uh, let's read this here. It says, former President Donald Trump endorsed by Dr. Mehmet Oz for the Pennsylvania Senate on Saturday. The great Commonwealth of Pennsylvania has tremendous opportunity to save America by electing the brilliant and well-known Dr. Mehmet Oz for the United States Senate, Trump said in a statement. Oz, a celebrity cardiothoracic surgeon who is best known as Dr. Oz on television, is running as a Republican. In the state GOP primary, Oz is facing off against fellow Republican Dave McCormick, a former hedge fund manager. Hey, hmm, I don't know. Is that important? Or, uh, well, I mean, I guess if Donald Trump likes him, I'm just like... De facto, right? All right. Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. Next up, Breitbart reports. Polak Boris, not Biden, visits Kiev vacuum in leadership of the free world. So, okay. So, okay. So they're all, it's like this global elites are part of the West. Satanic board of directors, global satanic crime syndicate, the, the, um, the blue blood, um, royals are at the tippity top, along with the entities that operate out of Vatican City. Vatican City is the religious capital of the world. Uh, the city of London, there are actually three cities within countries that are not part or subject to the laws of the countries. All right, listen close. It's important. In the entire world, 243 countries, if you count the island nations, there are only three cities that reside inside of a country and are technically not subject to, you know, they're, they're, they're autonomous. One of them is Vatican City, and that is the ecumenical religious unification center of the world. It's also where they send the 
the uh, Illuminati children at the age of 12 to go into the catacombs to uh, witness a uh, blood sacrifice. I'll spare you the details. Um, the, you have the black ops of the Vatican and then the, op, the head people that are running the black ops of the Vatican, which are known as the Black Pope and his team of evil murderers. Okay. You've got then you've but but they are the religious ecumenical one world religion epicenter of the Great Tribulation, right there. Okay. Vatican City. Then you've got what's known as the City of London. The City of London is the same exact deal. Okay. It's also the financial epicenter of all things. Okay, a lot of people don't know that. They think think about the you know the Swedish you know the you know the uh, International Bank of Trades and out of Switzerland or whatever. Uh, yeah, it's Switzerland and um, uh, you know and all that and and in the EMF and the World Bank and all that kind of stuff. But you know what? The power brokers, the decision makers, the think tank people, the entities, and the smoky little rooms with Satan. They operate out of City of London which is like Vatican City. It is inside of the UK, but it is its own governing entity. Okay? That is the financial epicenter of the world. The third city within a country is known as Washington, D.C. And it is the military epicenter of all things satanic, complete with a pentagram as their headquarters. I'm sorry, did I say pentagram? I meant pentagon. Pentagram, pentagon, pentagram, pentagon. Oh, it's so confusing. No, it's not. It's really easy. You don't even need Visine to see it. D.C., military, murder, slaughter, epicenter of the world. City of London? Financial epicenter, control center of the world. And the ecumenical religious center of the world, Vatican City. Three cities. Okay. And here's Boris going over and showing the world what a great old chap he is. <laughs> Walking down the street with Zelensky. I'm surprised he's, Zelensky's not wearing one of his little green shirts with the Iron Cross of Hitler on it. Um, I guess he dressed up today for today's visit. <clears throat> anyway, the visit Saturday of British Prime Minister Boris Johnson to Kiev, uh, the capital of the Ukraine, was a sharp contrast with the refusal of the United States President Joe Biden. That's because Biden can't get five feet without tripping up, falling in his uh, – whatever. I think, I think they've gotten to the limit to what they can do with the uh, injections of Ritalin. Um, I really think they've got him so pumped that he's going to drop. But we'll see. Uh, anyway, praise God. Thank you, Jesus. Next one up. Videos show protesters in Greece trying to block shipments of NATO weaponry to the Ukraine. This was published six hours ago. And they have signs they're holding up, NATO, go! NATO, go! Okay, earlier in April, as Western countries funneled weapons shipments into the Ukraine, where Russia has been carrying out a special operation due to militarize and denazify the country. Search on Bandera, B-A-N-D-E-R-A. This guy 
you will begin to get a teeny weeny little taste of how real serious the Nazi situation is in the Ukraine. And it's also in Poland. I said that on uh, the the Aussie Kosak uh, um, uh, telegram channel and one of my comments about Poland also being a problem area. And evidently somebody from Poland took some pretty serious offense. He's like, we are not, we are not. And I took a uh, documentary from 2012 and I plugged it in, and I got like four or five people going, oh, no, dude, dude, you are totally right. Poland is almost as bad as the Ukraine with the Nazi thing. Yeah. That's exactly what Klaus would have. This is what you want. People murdering each other. Oh, your your color, your skin isn't the same as mine. I'm going to – you know, you, you talk with an accent. you got to die. That's, that's how they feel. Slaughter them. Kill them. No problem. But this Bandera guy, look him up historically. You're going to discover that they were – the Ukraine was heavily involved in the Holocaust. Heavily. They were part of the whole murder machine, the gas burn murder machine. Oh, and they had no problem. Absolutely Mass graves slaughtering entire villages, hundreds and hundreds of villagers on account of <laughs> no particular reason, really. Just kill them and throw them into the grave. Anyway, <clears throat> it's far worse than people realize. Matter of fact, one of the part of the conversation that I was having with the people on Telegram on the uh, on the uh, Aussie Cossack channel was. The sad part of this story is that even if Russia did, it, did, did their special operation to clear out or denazify the Ukraine, it, you, it wouldn't work. Oh, don't get me wrong. They'd get rid of a lot of the Azov battalions and stuff and, you know, and all that. But unless Russia um, occupies Ukraine – it's, they're just going to come back. It's like um, it's like trying to use a, la- a, a razor blade to cut off a uh, you know a malignant uh, uh, skin cancer mole. You know you don't know when you do that where how deep the infection is. Has it entered the brain? Is it in your lungs? Is it in your lymph node? Are you stage four? Just because you found a mole on your arm doesn't mean you know you're scot free. Oh, I cut the mole off. I'm cool. Yeah, you're cool until you, you know, end up in, you know, with brain cancer a couple of years wondering what happened. So that's the problem. And and the malignancy of this sick ideology is so permeated and pervasive all throughout their society. And it is bad. It's really bad. Really bad. Uh, I'm not saying every single person that lives there feels that way, but I will tell you this. If you are not native Ukrainian and you have anything about you, skin color, uh, you know, your parents, you know, where, where you know, your, your, your genealogical origins, you know, whatever, anything about you, part of their little 
vision of the master race, they're going to kill you. You'll be walking down the road just going to get a thing of milk, you know, to give your your kids some milk or whatever and so get a little bread, and they'll just come jumping out at end to beat you to death. Nobody will stop them. And certainly not Zelensky. He's one of them. And NATO and the United States and the Pentagon and all these entities and Boris Johnson and all these freaks are giving them more weaponry, more missiles, more stuff, more. And some of them aren't. Some of them aren't. I forget what country it was that wanted to send over like a whole bunch of tanks. It was like, what, like over 100 tanks or something like that. And one of their senior government officials said, nah, 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 we're not getting involved in the middle of this stuff. Forget it. No, we're not doing it. Um, oh yeah, there's this, there's all kind. there's, I won't say it's, I won't say it's the majority, but I will definitely say there's probably about five, uh, countries in, you know, the neighboring air, you know, perimeter of the West side of the Ukraine, uh, Serbia being one of them, uh, you know, and, and, and listen, they're trying to push them. They're threatening them. They're threatening the leaders of these countries, and these countries are pushing back, and they're like, no, no, we don't want to get involved in this. We don't want to fuel the fire. We don't want to do a Lend-Lease Act. We don't want to keep on giving Zelensky, who is a Nazi, a whole bunch of weapons and, and, and state-of-the-art you know, uh, uh, missile systems and things. Because they're trying, they just want to get rid of Putin. Putin is standing in the way of their precious global reset. He probably is the single greatest and most powerful enemy of the New World Order in the world. In the world. Now, you know, am I going to go over and give him, you know, a big, you know, bundle of Easter flowers or whatever. No, I, I, you know, but, oh gosh, I wish I had that. I'm going to look. I wonder if I have that. I did try to save it. Let me see if I have this. Now you would have to go out and do your own homework because I save a lot of these things, but then I don't have time to go back and confirm it. If I, if I can, I will sometimes. Let me see here. Oh, doggone it. I don't think I did save it where I thought I did. Well, Fiddle faddle, fiddlesticks. Um, okay, so I'll just move on. All right, praise God. So China makes uh, this next report. China makes semi-secret delivery of missiles to Serbia. So it says Russian ally Serbia has taken delivery of sophisticated Chinese anti-aircraft system uh, in a semi-secret operation this weekend amidst Western concerns that an arms buildup in the Balkans at the time of the war in the Ukraine could threaten the fragile peace in the region. Okay. I'm sorry. Simon and Garfunkel's coming over me right now. I can't control myself. Lie, 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 lie. Next one up. U.S. instructors in Syria reportedly training jihadists for attack on government assets. I mean, that's like okay. You're good. <laughs> Thanks, Captain Obvious. I was on a totally different track. 
Oh, Moscow reports. American instructors have been training Islamist militants at a United States military base in northeastern Syria. Syria State Media Sana reports. The news agency said that there was a dozen of captured fighters of the ISIS group. They call it Dash. They, they find ISIS offensive for some reason. Never did figure that out. Among the trainees at the uh, base's prison camp at Ash uh, Shadadi uh, in the Hasaka um, province. Local sources told Sana that the militants will be deployed to the desert near the city of Palmyra in neighboring, uh, can't pronounce it, province uh, from where, where they will launch attacks on military and civilian assets. Remember, I, I have footage. I have video footage of John McCain handing, handing suitcases of money to the leader of ISIS. Who do you think created ISIS? Obama did. The whole thing. It's all, it, well, why do you suppose that one really big, like practically guy looked like he was like six foot five, and he's like dressed in all black, and he's like, "We are going to cut your head off," and 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 you know, and then people were like doing an out, and he did, he did. I thank goodness I didn't watch that thing because I can't unwatch it, you know. But th- then there was this big fuss. This there was a big fuss after that video came out with like you know and I don't know and had like a half a dozen guys maybe seven or eight guys in orange jumpsuits and then these big mean ISIS guys you know with black you know head face coverings and everything and then the fuss they were making was like the guy had a British accent. They were just going nuts with that. Why? How is it this guy could have a British accent? I'm like. Because you don't get it. That's the problem. Hey, wake up! Uh, I don't know. Yeah, Sister Nancy says, their pants are on fire. Their pants are on fire. Lie, lie, lie. <laughs> lie, 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 pants on fire. <laughs> oh, look at this one. Praise Jesus. Breitbart reports that Dr. Fauci predicts an uptick in COVID and floats indoor mask requirements for all people. Yes, maybe we should all wear masks inside the house, you know, because I am an entity from another planet. I work for Satan. Oh, well, anyway, isn't it fun <laughs> being so much a part of the end times ugly? No. <laughs> okay. Oh, Jamil. Jamil from Belgium's listening in. Hey, man, it's past your bedtime. That's got to be like, what, um, seven hours ahead? No, wait a minute. Let me look. I think I got Belgium up here in my world clock. Let me look. London, Paris, Jerusalem, Moscow, Kiev. Oh, man, where's my Belgium clock? I must have it on my other thingy. But, yes, probably good six hours ahead for sure. So that would see. This is about 9 o'clock. So it's like 10, 11, 12, 1, 2, 3. Oh, it's like 2 o'clock in the morning there. Camille, you're past your bedtime. Get to bed. <laughs> your wife is kicking you. <laughs> okay. Anyway. Oh. 
Fauci said in this article, obviously there is a concern that we are seeing an uptick in cases. And I mentioned over the last couple of weeks that this is not an ex- unexpected, uh, that you're going to see an uptick uh, when you pull back the mitigation methods. I mean, heaven forbid that you should have taken the mask off for even a millisecond. Lie, la, lie. <laughs> right, kids? Lie, la, lie. It's like, you know, who would have thought that the bridge that they built in to the boxer song, Simon and Garfunkel, what, back in the 60s, would be so apropos for the days that we live in right now? It's like it should stick in your head every time you see a news report, every time you see Hannity on TV, every time you, you should, that should just ring through your head. La, 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 la. La, 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 la. Next report. Kiev is preparing mass murder of civilians in Lugansk with West support, Russian MOD says. And you know what? One of the things that I've noticed, which seems, well, apropos. (laughs) That's just a uh, fancy, fancy way of saying appropriate. Relevant. Nailed it. But what seems so interesting is that every time Russia puts out a news report, let me tell you something. If they tried to block my access to uh, RT or Sputnik, you know, with their satanic evil stuff, I guarantee you I would spend some jack. I would I would get myself a very express VPN. I'd bounce I'd bounce my connection off of some server in South Africa or something and sneak around the thing. They'd never see me coming. Praise God. But that's they're like the only to me, I mean, even Al Jazeera from Qatar, they're they're totally jumped in. Epic Times, the Epic Times. I was telling everybody that I was paying seven ninety nine or whatever a month to have a, a subscription to the Epic Times and uh I I uh I pulled it out. I unsubscribed and then they put up a little thing and said, please tell us why you unsubscribed. And I said, because you're lying, lie, la lie about what's going on in Russia. Lie, la lie. Do your homework, you people that I'm paying. Balut. Oh, well, kids, you like Balut, don't you? No, I understand. I don't blame you. Pretty nasty stuff. Oh, okay. Next one up. I see. <laughs> All right. I'm just going to go ahead and read them. Praise God. Earth has been hit by a large blast from the sun, leading to a major solar storm alert. And um, actually, there were signs of these things uh, occurring. Uh, and according to Dr. Timotha Skov, oh, no. S-K-O-V. She sounds Russian. We must get rid of her. Oh, no. She can't be telling the truth. I don't know. Uh, That's what they want you to believe. It's so ridiculous. It's just beyond ridiculous. It's just, uh, anyway. (sighs) Simon and Garfunkel, where are you? Okay, Dr. Tamitha says an incoming solar storm will graze earth on the heels of of excuse me fast solar wind this week 
on April the 13th. Wow. So, hey, everybody, watch out. Might, things might get interesting. So if you're heavily dependent for whatever reason on your GPS, look out. If you're going to be flying somewhere and you're standing in line at an airport and all of a sudden the green says delayed, 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 cancel, 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 delayed. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm afraid it won't be the big, massive, you know, Carrington event I wish it would be. It's like, Father, I feel like, you know, the martyrs underneath the uh, throne in in the throne room of God. How long? Oh, oh well, here we are. Simon and Garfunkel. Five-day outlook shows the storm conditions expected for a high and mid-latitudes. In the solar flare outlook, top panels show the flare activity, and bottom shows risk for radiation storms. Dun, dun, dun. Sounds kind of scary. Oh, no, my Google Maps isn't going to work. However, will I find my way to Publix? <laughs> oh boy. I know we're so technology dependent, aren't we? We are. We are technology dependent. But at least God has given me the kindness of having to deal with, you know, hurricanes taking the power out for four or five days straight. Now granted, that's just kind of a mini test. All right. I had to uh buy some extra uh, D-cell batteries because my um, fish tank aerator runs off of D-cells. I didn't know how important that was until uh, Hurricane Irma went by and just flattened. I, I don't know what it is, but the power station that handles my neighborhood, there's something wrong with it, okay? Because, like, when everybody else has got their power back up, I'm still sitting here looking around going, hey, but anyway, but, you know, going through four days without power in the midst of a you know, hot summer and all that kind of stuff taught me a lot, taught me a lot. Now, I sh- certainly wouldn't want to be dealing with the super ultra cold and not have like a Ben Franklin st- st- uh, stove and a whole bunch of trees I could cut down if I needed to. Boy, I feel bad for the people that are uh, up in the north and they don't have access to trees and a Ben Franklin stove. That's going to suck balloot. Balut, right, kids? They're just so delicious. Rotten duck uh, embryos buried in the ground so that they can fester and get just so foul. And then you put them in a basket, pop a little hole in the top, Give them to the kids and let them run through the streets of Longabo City going, Balut! Then to your chagrin and horror, someone actually buys one and starts sucking on it. (laughs) I thought it was a little hard for me to deal with the whole crawfish, bite their head off, kind of, you know, rip their head off and suck all the juice thing out. That was kind of gross to me. I I, I prefer, you know, Maine lobster. You know what I mean? I want, you know, you know the whole the lobster thermidor, you know what I'm saying? You know, on a silver platter, preferably. But, um, yeah, that uh, – Balut, man, Balut. <laughs> Who thinks of these things? 
let's take the eggs, make sure that they're fertilized, wait until there's a chicken there, and then bury them in the ground so that, and then we can have this delicious treat. <sighs> red lever, red lever. It's kind of like Red Rover. Red Rover, Red Rover, let Jesus come over. <laughs> and then for us, it's like Red Lever, Red Lever, let our Father pull the lever. Uh, are we still here? Does anybody know why we're still here? Oh, man. Listen to this headline. Russia adds billions to emergency spending fund. The move aims to ensure economic stability amidst the sanctions. Everybody was seeing how the ruble was going to collapse, and there for a little while it was way down in the dumps, and the dollar made it look, you know, kind of itty-bitty kind of thing. Um, but uh, but I will say that um, that is no longer the case. <laughs> now that the global financial engine is able to see how surprisingly stable Russia is financially with their BRICS, uh, uh, you know, pact and all that kind of, you know, now the ruble's like making the dollar look really, you know. You need a magnifying glass to find the dollar on the chart. The ruble's like, I don't even know how many times more. Anyway, next one up. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. All right. Hold on just a second. Here we go. Russia. Russia ups wheat export tax to a historic high. I find this very interesting, very biblical. You know, it's funny. Like I said, Russia's pretty much the only country in the world that's fighting actively against the New World Order. And they hate it. And the New World Order hates them. Isn't it fascinating that Russia is the one that God chooses to completely level this country from sea to shining sea with global thermonuclear uh, uh, warheads? Do you know that the world has never had a thermonuclear detonation? The atom bombs that were used in Hiroshima and Nagasaki, they weren't anything like what we have today. It's, it's night and day, folks. The devastation and, and, and yeah. Isn't it fascinating of all the things that we see happening right now? Obama, almost for sure. Yeah, all this stuff. Right now. And Russia is the one that God chooses to level this country. Destroyed by fire in one hour. And that's something. Suddenly the Bible makes so much sense. Thank you, A.A. A. Allen. Thank you, Dimitri Dudeman. Thank you, Henry Groover. And thank you, Sarah Manet. Thank you to all of the people that God has used over the years to help us to understand what is coming. Although, Nancy, Sister Nancy, find that email I sent you with the person who had the vision or whatever about the three raptures. Find it, please, in the name of Jesus, and bug, 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 bug him. Get him on the radio show in the name of Jesus. Thank you very much, Sister Nancy. I hope that wasn't too uh, obnoxious. <laughs> no, I don't. Yes, I do. No, I don't. Yes, I do. Lie, la, lie. <laughs> Next one up. Two bottles per person. Supermarket chain in the United Kingdom starts rationing cooking oil, according to the media. Why? Because they were getting a lot of that stuff from where? Well, they're not getting it from there anymore. Because why? The sanctions. Grab a, grab a, you know, grab yourself a nice uh, compound bow, point it foot, and pull trigger. 
whatever. So whatever. But, you know, it's part of the master plan. They're just executing on the master plan. This master plan's been around for a long, long time. Hundreds of years. Hundreds of years. Yeah. The New Atlantis, Sir Francis Bacon, Rosicrucian, big time Satanist. That's a whole that whole deal. That's all about the destruction of the United States. To raise up the new world order. Bum bum bum. Extreme weather hits Wales as tornado lifts slams up into the air. So now we need to get uh, a quick commentary by uh, <laughs> by Robert Vandry as Mitchell because he lives over in Wales. We're going to have to remember to ask him. Hey man, did you did you did you have any of that like you know uh, follow the yellow brick road stuff going on where you were like your house was spinning around? There's like lambs spinning around his windows. <laughs> I mean, well, maybe he did see some flying lambs. All the flights are canceled today from the United Kingdom airport. Travelers are stuck in long queues in Birmingham uh, airport as staff shortages lead to delays. Woman in the United Kingdom diagnosed with Crimean Congo hemorrhagic fever. Are they running a test? Hmm? Are they running a test? Hmm. We're starving to death, the people in Shanghai yell out their windows because they are not allowed to leave the building. They are. Serbia announces uh, uh, to the world, uh, the head of Serbia comes out and says, Serbia says that it was blackmailed by the United Nations to vote against Russia. Oh, you know, come on. I mean, like, anybody surprised about that one? And then, uh, I don't even want to read this one. There's some... Oh, man. Global debt about to explode. Thanks, Captain Obvious. I was on a totally different track. Ah, boy. It just keeps going on and on. (sighs) Yeah. Oh, and I don't think I ever finished. The whole Buca thing where they said that Russia slaughtered all those people in the town of Buca when they pulled out of uh, the, the outskirts of Kiev, that was totally fake. Totally fake. Matter of fact, I was watching a video of that. The the cameraman inside the car, as they're driving down the road, they're pointing the camera at all these dead corpses along the side of the road in Buca, saying, look what Russia did. They slaughtered them. They killed them. Look what they did. This is terrible. It's a war crime. Uh, all this stuff. But you know what they didn't realize was when they were panning the camera back and forth, they were getting, uh, uh, they were actually filming the rear view mirrors. And these corpses were getting up and walking away <laughs> after the car drove by. So the car's like driving by, going, oh, this is the end of the world. They're, they're slaughtering. We've got to put, he's a war criminal. And they're panning the camera back and forth. And you're like seeing these dead people like rising up like World War Z going, I am a zombie. I am a Buka, Ukrainian, Nazi, Bandera, Azov Division, Nazi. Oh, well. Line, 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 Oh, it just keeps going on. Biden gets, Biden gets the federal mandate back for the, the vaccines. The one that got crushed. By the circuit court, the fifth, I think it was Fifth Circuit Court. I don't know which one it was, and who cares? 
They're all psychos, and they're all in the pockets of Soros and Klaus and all these. So I feel sorry for the federal employees. I feel sorry for all these people. I feel sorry for the victims of Disney and their pedophilia and evilness. It's just the, the whole world. It, it's just it's, it's hard to even wake up sometimes in the morning, even remembering these things. We just gotta flush, flush it out. Thank you, Jesus. And on that note, let's go ahead and bring on Brother Zen Garcia and uh, Doctor Joy Jeffries Pew. Praise Jesus. Here we go. God. Brother Zen, are you there? I am, brother. How are you? <laughs> uh, you know, <laughs> another day in the uh, tribulation sooner or later. <laughs> right. yeah, I, I thought about changing, you know, as you know, tongue-in-cheek kind of thing. I, I change it from tribulation now to, like, tri- tribulation sooner or later. Uh, but I don't know if that's more <laughs> You know. Um, Dr. Joy, are you there? <laughs> yes. How are you all tonight? Hey, Zen. Hey, Dr. Joy. Good to be here with all of you. I know. I'd hate to say it, the Tribulation Trio. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) For another really impact (laughs) upon society if people are paying attention to what we've been saying. I mean, I started thinking about how long we've been doing this. I mean, the shows that we've done together, well over three years. And I'm like, if you have if people have been listening to us for three a little over three years, they've got to be coming around to the fact that what we've been saying is clearly happening right before your eyes. I mean, I'm amazed every time I look at anything. I mean, news media, things that come across my desk. I'm like, oh my gosh, just one more piece of the puzzle right here, and so much, um, you know, meeting the criteria of what we were told Scripture said would happen at the end of days. Right. Yeah, yeah, it's it's, it's the never-ending saga of you know the only my only complaint <clears throat> it's moving way too slow. <laughs> when you know about all these <laughs> things and you're watching, it's like this is torture. It's like death by ten billion cuts. It's like you know you're like uh, <laughs> please Lord. Well, you know, you know I, I, I hate to say it. It says the more knowledge that you have, I mean, you know, we can think about what. Um, King Solomon said, you know, in, in the book of Ecclesiastes about the more knowledge you have, the sadder it is. It's like once you really understand the whole picture, sometimes knowledge can bring a lot of sadness. But it's the hope yeah. and the faith that we have that actually gives us the, I guess, the ability to go forward. Because, you know, where the world has always kind of been this selfish thing in the last number of years, we have to look at what it means to be a Christian. And delayed gratification is something <laughs> that most people don't even have a concept of anymore, uh, knowing that, you know, our the days and we're living and how we stay true to God during them is really what's going to pay us in crowns and glory. You know, if we can just stay the course and keep, you know, trugging ahead as, as, as Christian soldiers and fight the good fight, then, of course, that well done, my good and faithful servant, is, is what we are headed for. But it's just what we've got to go through. And, yes, John, I mean, I honestly have seen a lot of people who contact me now. I mean, I do that great you know, show that Zen lets me do on his channel. Dr. Joy's asked me anything. But sometimes, <laughs> I hate to say it, the questions 
are so personal and they get into so much terrible uh, you know things that are going on that sometimes I have to answer a lot of those things you know personally between me and them and um, and I'm just seeing an escalation of tragedy I'm, I'm seeing an escalation of just terrible sins committed against family members and oh my gosh sometimes it really does not let me sleep really good at night because I'm, I'm like I want to be able to tell them you know how to handle these situations but I'm going to tell you when you're being physically abused sexually abused and you know molested and all kinds of stuff that's happening right now it, it is just um it's very difficult it's very very difficult to be a, a counselor at the end of days other than the fact that we have to keep pointing them to your faith you've got to stay true even though you may be going through this terrible terrible time whether it's by you know friends family members or whatever or or whether you're going through serious situations like sickness disease you know loss of people in your life and things of that nature as well as what's happening in the world that you're scared to death of what's coming down the pike next it can be pretty troubling and um you know i've never ever in my entire life of counseling people have ever seen the enormity of problems and um and it's really there people are searching for answers and i'm so thankful that you allow zen and i to to join you each month to really kind of give a perspective so that people don't lose hope and that we can continue to say march on christian soldiers march on you know we know that the prize is at the end of this but it is like you're saying, he'd like part me like a rapture tonight, and we would be out of here, which would be really great. But that might not be coming down the pike yet. So, you know, we've got to stay true to the word, and at the same time, encourage our brothers and sisters in Christ not to give in and not to give up. And and like I say, I'm just seeing escalation of serious situations, and it, it it's very unnerving when you know that people's lives can be in jeopardy and. And their mental health is in jeopardy and, and that kind of thing. It does trouble you as a watchman on the wall. And I know that we all three are that. And so I know that you're probably all facing the same thing that I'm facing, but I'm just seeing that really, really escalate. Yeah, go ahead, Zen. <clears throat> Take it and run with it. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm getting hoarse, man. I've been talking too much. <laughs> you go for yeah, it. Yeah, as, as Dr. Joy um uh, said and as all of us are very much aware of it is a it's a a a deep and profound burden and blessing uh to carry the mantle of wisdom and to be a keeper of the secrets in these times where there are so many that are looking and seeking answer and for us to be able to to share those truths but it doesn't make them any less heavy and it doesn't make them any you know less profound on people's lives and still it doesn't ready them for the things that we say the things that we talk about and it also doesn't put them in the place where they're in um, good relating with the most high because most people are still struggling they haven't made that commitment to dedicate the entirety of their life and being to to serving the kingdom 
and the you know the there's a passage in the Gospel of Thomas that says I will call you one from one thousand two from ten thousand and uh, in Second Ezra it also talks about how this world and the next is made for the few and so the elect is a, a small minority the the harvest unfortunately um, because so many are not committed uh, in in their dedication to their faith and are still struggling with the being led astray being led into sin and temptation and uh, have difficulty overcoming the world and, and I'm not saying I'm perfect none of us are we all struggle without a doubt but for me and I feel the same for for at least the two of you we we know what our purpose is uh, in this lifetime and we know what role we are to serve that we truly are uh, and have been given that privilege of being watchmen and watchwomen and we take it seriously we dedicate our lives to it um, we spend a lot of time seeking to know ourselves in order that we can prepare uh, the family uh, of Christ and to give answers that really is real and also helps them to make sense of the, the bigger picture and I feel like um, especially since you know uh, we not only have accepted and have been talking about forever the the bloodline war and how much that is a skeleton key for unlocking so much of what is still little accepted and little reviewed and not anywhere taught by the mainstream churches um, and because of that they're missing the whole you know that we are in a war in a battle with evil that is um, not only established but cunning and that they are attacking us from every side in so many ways and people don't even realize that we're engaged in this war and nor who the enemy is and that I mean if you don't even strategically know who your enemy is and nor that you're being uh, attacked covertly and overtly in every manner on all sides um, you, you can't be careful enough to where you are you know uh, not only adhering the danger but also taking steps to avoid uh, the landmines and you know the the flak that's coming in and the bombs that have been placed to destroy you and your family and you know my my good friend Rob Skiba was targeted and recently has passed on mm -hmm. and he was also you know a watchman on the wall but it, that I never would have 
thought that it would have come down to that. And, you know, that was the whole reason why we decided on canceling our uh, conference this upcoming year was because we didn't want at our expense to gather the believers and allow them to be targeted in similarity. And for those that don't know, you know, what happened at Take On The World, all the speakers there were were poisoned, basically, and uh, some got many, you know, very, very sick, but Rob did lose his life, um, and it's unfortunate. And, and so the dangers are very real, and, you know, what is going on out there is uh, of, of a very serious nature, and... Um, I think that people really need to get their heads out of the sand, you know, and, and really um, start to realize what's going on and that the the evil we are contending with, the powers, the principalities, the rulers of darkness, uh, they are very organized in their villainy. And um, that's something that people need to be aware of. You know, the... Uh you're you're absolutely right and um and I would add to Ecclesiastes 118 uh because I just actually I didn't know what was happening to me <clears throat> but this is you know a real brief testimony of of my, this last week at work was hard you know most of the week was okay but I I had a something goes south uh somebody said something they committed me to traveling it was a miserable I, you know granted i got out of it and god saved me from it um but it would have been one of those two-leg flights all the way across the country wearing a mask and absolutely just i mean it's agonizing when you're six foot two and 300 pounds man let me tell you something you get crammed into those little sardine seats and you know and you got double leg journeys you know you're, you're you're hobbling when you get off the plane you're you're in pain it hurts and um yeah. but anyway but here's what happened you know i i uh the long story short is i didn't even realize it was happening to me but i got a call from this really cool guy i work with he's very senior very high up and he said john are you okay and i said well I'm going through some things. And he said, because I've noticed you're not responding with the the cool, calm, collected guy that I know kind of thing. And he goes, and, I, and it was starting to worry me, and I wanted to let you know that I was noticing it. Cause, you know, and I said, thank you. You know, that is a very good, friendly, kind thing to do, to call me and, and to let me know. Because what was happening, and it was um, like getting bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger, but I wasn't aware of it. And that was the Ecclesiastes 118 burden that that you know you carry when you do. Like people will t like I'll get people will send me like I'll get a text from Sister Vera up in Ontario, and she'll say something to me like, "You really need to like you know cut back on the amount of exposure to all this stuff that's happening across the world because I think that might be affecting you." negatively and she's right the problem is you can't when you're doing a radio show now what i was able to do was get that you know somebody tell me it was happening because i didn't even i wasn't even aware of it so that was step number one and i think god used 
my friend at work, Anatoly, to call me and say, hey, buddy, you're not sounding like your normal self lately. And and then I had to, like, kind of recognize what the root cause was. So then, you know, Vera said, sends, sends me this text, and she oftentimes says nothing cracks me up because she, 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 the, re, the recommendation that she makes is, like, absolutely, utterly impossible for me to execute. So I'm like, uh, yeah, sure, no problem. I'll just stop doing the radio show or whatever. So, But what I had to do was I had to do this, like um, – I started to look in and investigate controlling of emotions, subconscious. Um, I had to get my arms around it and how I was going to deal with it because I did not realize that years and years and years and years and years and years, thousands of radio shows of negative information getting more and and you talked about Rob. I lost my niece Mary Lynn. She died from it. I lost my best friend at work, Robert Santiago. He died from it. Uh, I have a bunch of people that have been you know very, very badly affected or have side effects or whatever the case is, or are dying from the you know immune disease that has made made itself manifest in their bodies, and they don't know. You know they have no idea, and I you know. I mean, what what good does it do me to even tell them? You know what I mean? You can say, say to them, well, you shouldn't have taken that booster shot. You know, well, what good is it? You, you're talking to somebody who's going to be in hospice in a couple of months. You know, that doesn't do them any good. So, um, mm-hmm. yeah, it, it, it really eats at you. I don't think you and myself and Dr. Joy and other people like us that have been doing this for over, well over a decade – um, uh, recognize how it eats at your subconscious. I mean, it it is it. I don't know what I can't think of the right term, but it it grows. It gets bigger and bigger. It's like a snowball effect, and you don't necessarily notice it. And then at some point, you know, like in my case. At work, I I became, you know, because of the irritation and the frustration and the tears. I mean, you know, when you're when you're on top of it and you're seeing people being killed, children and slaughtered and and just dead bodies all over the place and stuff like that. And you're, you're you know, and not and I'm not talking about from Fox and CNN because 90 percent of that stuff is totally faked. Um, but um, but if you if you follow the insider information like I follow uh, off a of Telegram where they have people right there filming these things, these these you know Mariupol and all these different attacks that are taking place and the Nazis that they're they're you know and they, and they take their shirts off and they film them. They they show the whole world. If you're willing to look, it's right there. You know, they they literally, when they capture an Azov battalion member, you know, a bunch of Ukrainian soldiers, it might be 30 of them. And the first thing they do is they have them all take off their shirts and then they photograph them. And it's just swastikas, swastikas and iron crosses. And that's, you know, every single Nazi symbol you could possibly think of, they've got it tattooed all over their body. That's how dedicated they are to slaughtering their own people like the Holocaust. So Russia's covering their tracks. The Chechnyan soldiers that are working with them uh, to try to clear out Mariupol and, and some of these other towns, and they're and they're getting ready to go into Donbass and do a cleaning. And that's 150,000 Ukrainian soldiers. That's a lot. 
So, you know, there's not, you know, that you hear on the news that Russia's retreating from Kiev and then they make up some big lie about, you know, Buka and how they slaughtered all these people. And then, like I told you, you know, when you look at the actual video and you pay attention to the rearview mirror, you see that these dead corpses are getting up. You know, they're not actually, it's, the whole thing was completely staged. Um, they sent a Dutch reporter. It was a, uh, they, they gave the person's name, I, I don't have it, I'd have to look it up again, uh, but it was a, from, from uh, you know, I don't know if it was from the Netherlands or wherever, but it was a Dutch reporter on the scene, and the Dutch reporter said, nothing doing. There is no sign of a, a massacre here. You know, you know, they're actually sending more and more foreign reporters from different countries over into where the action is, and they're they're testifying publicly, but nobody's listening to them. They're telling people it's the Ukrainian tanks. I just listened uh, before the show started about uh, it was about one and a half hours, maybe ninety minutes before the show started. I listened to a little. It was a young girl. I estimate her age to be somewhere between 14 and 15 years old, and she was, uh, uh, you know, um, from the, you know, Donbass, you know, Mariupol sort of region. But anyway, she said, she her words were it was just a just a sentence or two, and she said, we didn't understand why the Ukrainian tanks were coming through the town, blowing up all of our buildings. There weren't even any Russians there. This stuff is happening every day. Those missiles that are blowing up the train stations, those are Ukrainian missiles. It's all been proved. But nobody's listening. A, uh, a, <clears throat> a Ministry of Defense um, senior general spoke at the United Nations Security Council with all the goods on Hunter Biden's laptop, all the evidence from the bioweapons labs, which are in the, you know, something like 22 of them in Ukraine alone. Klaus Schwab and all those entities have millions of dollars wrapped up into that. And they, they've, they even had the designs, the, the delivery mechanism designs. So they had created... Not only these really horrific hemorrhagic kill you in 24-hour diseases and and variants of um, just all kinds of horrible stuff, and they had it listed. They had the names of the different diseases that they created in the labs listed right there, so you could go out and research them all. And then they had photographs of patented delivery devices. They had figured out how to have some of the pathogens were designed to kill certain nationalities. And the delivery mechanism was a UAV. So they basically put it on a drone. They inject the pathogen into mosquitoes by the thousands. They put them in a box. They take the drone and they fly it over the, the soldiers. And then they go bombs away. And they let the mosquitoes go down. And now the whole regimen is is dying of with open source from anthrax that's how bad this stuff is and 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 the russian the russian uh, general is making explaining exactly he's showing he's showing the 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 patents he's showing the delivery vehicles he's showing the evidence that they pulled out of the the bioweapons labs and you know what you think anybody's going to listen to a word the guy said no no one's going to listen to a word the guy said, and it's just it's, it 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 eats at you, man. I mean, it grows on you. It's it's um, like I said, it's like a snowball effect, and it really does drag you down. It's very hard to 
That Ecclesiastes 118, my point is this, is a very, it's probably one of the greatest understatements in the entire Holy Bible for the days that we live in right now. Dr. Joy? <laughs> well, you know, I, I totally agree with you um, in regard to all of this because it's always been my concern is that when we tend to look to uh, governments and whatever that we think have been uh, democratic and have been Christian totally in the past, what we're dealing with now is a evil that exists worldwide. And the moment that we crossed over into what I truly believe was the tribulation period, what you began to see is that nobody could be trusted. And so anything that you see on TV more than likely has a stage to it. In other words, there's a push to to make you believe one way against another. And um, And like I said on a couple of radio shows, when you look at this, you've got to stop and think uh, evil and good were on the tree of good and evil, but the root was evil. So where we look to, let's say, the European Union, uh, United States, Britain, uh, some of our allies, we typically have believed that they were true allies and that they would be with us during any possible situation. An escalation that we've seen with Russia and China's uh, coordination of what they want to do, it's starting to put together the building blocks for the Battle of Armageddon. And uh, I was starting to look at what the Asian countries were like because the kings of the East, we know, will come against uh, Jesus at the end of days and the second coming but at the same time we know that the kings of the east are not being controlled or ruled or, or promoted through this so called return of a messiah like figure the messiah like figure that is typically we know to be the antichrist is actually going to be over a group of countries that um, have typically been the Christian countries because it will be those countries who will believe that Messiah has come and is a Savior. So, I mean, as I watch this unfold, you know, I think about um, what Matthew twenty four twenty two said, that except those days should be shortened, there should no flesh be saved, but for the elect's sake those days will be shortened. We are heading into a situation, just like you were talking about with Klaus Schwab and this transhuman and this artificial intelligence and trying to make the body into something that is not godly through the CRISPR technology, through the change-up in the DNA of humanity. We're, we're pushing ourselves closer and closer to a time that you're going to have to take something to be able to buy, sell, or trade. And clearly, the moment that the sanctions were thrown against Russia for doing what they say is the wrong thing. And, and clearly we know from the research that the Ukrainian labs, bio labs, do exist. You know, and they should have been you know, taken care of years and years ago when supposedly we took over those labs and we're supposed to be getting rid of those pathogens. Well, you know, we've been using the term that we're doing this for, you know, bio uh, weapons, uh, 
understanding bioweapons and so to, to keep us from maybe coming down with whatever. But if you don't destroy the pathogens, then you're playing with them. And as we already have learned from the pathogens that's already been played with, including the viruses that are out there in the wild, that when somebody starts messing with that stuff, they're looking at using it for bioweapon technology. So no doubt those labs that were in Ukraine were being used for that, and plenty of people in this country were very much involved in it, no different than Hitler's regiment when he had you know, uh, Ford and some of the other people that were in our country supporting what he was doing. I mean, it's just a money situation. It's a control situation. And like Zen said, it connects itself to this serpent lineage that has been here ruling the planet for so, so, so long. And so, you know, my intent in looking at where we were at and seeing that Russia itself is absolutely um, more Asian uh, you know, it's like 70% Asian in the Asian block there, which would be like a king of the East. And then you start looking at who is in the block that would be the European Union and that kind of thing that would be a revived Roman Empire. You start seeing that, that, that even though they're separating themselves out, they all have an evil agenda. So it's not like we can say, well, the United States and Europe and all this thing is the good guys, because clearly we know that's not the case. I mean, here we have what I call crimes against humanity with our own scientists developing, you know, these uh, plagues and then giving them to us and then making money off of it as bioweapons. I mean, clearly anybody that's got any brain that does any kind of research can clearly see that that was done to humanity and that it's been spread worldwide. So when I saw that uh, Putin had come back and said, you know, with all these people that are supporting the United States, we're going to start charging them in ruble. And and that the gold standard, I'm, you know, Putin is going to say, I'm going to put the gold standard up against the ruble. Well, we all know that the American dollar has always been the standard, which slowly has been deteriorating over time. And then you've got China who's come up with their cryptocurrency that's doing quite well. So the intent is to push the world even more into cryptocurrency that is centralized so that you don't have different um, cryptocurrencies in different countries. You get a centralized bank that's doing everything. And so since Putin has done what he's done, then it's forcing the other people like the United Nations, the World Economic Forum, and Bloomberg and the rest of the boys to start saying, okay, well, we've got to have another standard that to do cryptocurrency, we've got to have a controlling factor. And if we don't put it in a centralized uh, manifestation, then we can't control. And so what happens because the world or the people in the world think, oh, well, you know, Putin's the bad guy and these people are the good guys, and therefore they're saying we need to do this to go after these sanctions and be able to control to stop Russia from doing what he's doing, they will go along with that. The problem, again, is that we're we're dealing with the kingdoms of the world who are ruled totally by Satan. So when we see what we think were old democratic, old you know Christian nations and people who see um, difference in what maybe China and Russia see as a way to do business, that is stepping up, actually stepping up the the problem of war. And as it changes, the world changes with it. Everything is being made more surveillance and more controlled, and everybody that is involved in it are all serpents. They're all from these lineages. 
And so that's where I want people to understand that there is no good guy. It's like having, like I mentioned before, like the Harry Potter series where Harry Potter plays white magic. And and you've got, you know, the other guys that play the the black magic. But they all come from the same root. They're magic. And so magic is evil. And that's where right now I see how they're playing each other kind of like a Hegelian principle. One's over here and one's over here. And how they're playing the world to get us to accept more cryptocurrency because the more cryptocurrency that they can put in centralization, the more they take the money out of our pockets and the more they force us to put all the currency into cyberspace where you will not be able to buy, sell, or trade and therefore set up uh, having to receive the mark of the beast to be able to even survive. So it it is a uh, process um, that the entire world is being used by Satan to bring about an end of days that clearly we can see about to happen. I mean, never in human history have we ever been to the point of being totally controlled. And it will be your choice. I mean, a lot of people think, well, the mark of the beast are going to hold you down and put it in you. Oh, no. The intent is that you're going to choose to believe like the cloth swabs of the world that will be able to give you some kind of futuristic you know, uh, eternal life. And so if you're not wise in this and understand the game that's being played along with what biblical scripture has told us, then you're going to jump in and participate in something that Satan is trying his best to make you not see. He's trying to blind you with other things. In other words, we used to call it wag the dog so that you get caught up in something and looking at something else. And that's what he's trying to do is twist and turn all this so that you think in taking this uh, mark in your right hand or in your forehead that you're going to have an opportunity to somehow escape um, the end result. And if you really know scripture, the end result is that this is all coming to an end. There is a battle that's going to happen, and there's going to be some major, major killing. And right now we see that they're trying to just literally destroy this planet as far as the population is concerned. Everything that I'm researching in in sustainability goals and objectives and all these major corporations who are headed by all these billionaire tech guys, they're all connected. And the intent is for depopulation, for sustainability. They have their goal time set, and they're saying in 2030 this is going to be done. They are all moving in that direction as fast and as quick as they can do. So I feel like that we're on the edge right now looking at things like with Russia. He's trying to show us something that we don't want to see because we want to believe that the United States is good. It's time for people to wake up. It's all evil. Mm -hmm. Right. Take it away, Zen. <laughs> yeah. Um, again, the the idea behind the chessboard is that no matter the color, black and white, um, it, you know, most of the people are pawns in the game, and then there are the the key players, the key pieces that are dictating the moves and looking um, ahead to do these tactical moves and to sacrifice pawns and to offer up the cannon fodder 
And you you see how they're getting rid of all the old Vietnam era and, you know, um, all the old tanks and all of this old equipment. And it will force um, all the nations also to to begin to spend more and to apply more to building and developing up um, military arms and to uh, support the military aspect of their nations and then to completely forego and to make worse um, the economic situations, the ability of people to survive and to feed themselves, to earn a living wage, to earn a decent um, you know, livelihood uh, where they can feed their children and support themselves and you know have uh, the one vacation one week vacation a year um, and all the way that the things have been um, over the last decades and um, even though things have been and especially the dollar uh, being devalued and all of that it's it's all in the protocols if if people would just read the Illuminati secret covenant and also the protocols of the learned elders of Zion, they would see that this whole plan, the circumstances of that, which we find ourselves in uh, the world situation and the scenario of the economic crisis and uh, what is coming down the line as far as, you know, what kind of reset or because we're going to default on and all the nations I mean everybody is taking on debt uh, they're going to put out more stimulus um, just to try to maintain the facade of normalcy but behind the scenes they're, uh, the, the playwrights and the playmakers they're busy trying to write out the next chapter of the script uh, and they're they're fighting over how it's going to unfold and who's going to benefit and which um, powers are going to uh, you know be able to to pull the trigger and to uh, to move in certain direction and to, I mean the agenda is all being scripted out decided upon right now and people are still oblivious they're still oblivious most people have no even you know uh, the money to put away even a little bit of dehydrated foods or emergency um, you know supplies anything even batteries whatever people should be taking the time the intermittent you know, because we have in the scriptures, it says there will be peace and then come sudden destruction. And how there will be a time of plenty where, you know, you can buy everything. You can go to the grocery stores and all the shelves are full and you can get a hundred different varieties of cereal and all the exotic goods from all the different parts of the world. But um, that is being reduced and the availability the supply chain crunch 
um, the way that they have paid the farmers to destroy their own crops. Um, all of this is setting up for a time of shortages. And with Ukraine and Russia, no matter what you think about the war, they are over there on uh, that side of the earth. They are like the breadbasket. They grow a lot of the wheat and the grains and the foods to export and to provide to the peoples of the world. And there's there's not going to be any crops this year. You know, the farmers aren't getting out there in the fields to do what they have done normally for uh, the last few years or, or whatever. And so they are planning on reducing and making people struggle in a manner to where you're going to have to rely on government, rely on provisions. You're going to have to get in the line and you're going to have to do what they ask of you in order to get whatever minuscule um, things that they will decide to, to provide in order to, you know, feed your families and do what you think of as taking care of your families, but it will be increasingly you putting yourself at risk with the, the snake bites and the jib jabs and all of this. And, you know, if you want to get that check, uh, you're going to have to do these kind of things and jump through these kind of loops and get in touch with these kind of agencies. I mean, it's going to get increasingly more difficult and worse. And the, the scriptures are clear about that. Uh, you know, we have a lot of the people thinking that, uh, oh, the, the fallen angels, the ancient aliens, uh, they're coming to save us. They're going to bring in this, uh, this golden age of prosperity where they're going to fix all the problems of the world and they're going to unify everything and peace and they have no idea that this is the strong delusion that um, deceives even the most elect should it be possible and so it, it you know again with the whole theme of the elect is but a few as much as we speak and as much as we sound the alarm and as much as we are trying to tell people uh, what's coming down the line. You know, they, they think we're the three stooges. Yeah. I mean, they, they think we're <laughs> literally crazy and, Oh, what are they talking about? That's a conspiracy theories, this and that, and tinfoil hat wearing. And, and yet if you can't see uh, what is right there uh, is because it's not, hidden in plain sight anymore it's it's right there obviously in your face and yet people still aren't able to recognize the signs or the seasons and it's um it's unfortunate and you know the whole theme of what we were talking about at the beginning of having the burden of recognition and uh, of clarity because we have the eyes to see the ears to hear and a mind 
to understand. And we try to spell it out for people. We try to voice it in a manner. And I know, John, you go through all the headlines and you spend a lot of time talking about all the current events and, you know, keeping up with the, uh, the both sides of the controlled opposition in order to help people to make sense of all that. Um, and, you know, we do the same going through Revelation as what one of the studies we're doing right now. And Dr. Joy and myself and Gary Wayne, we all do the Ask Me Anything shows and try to help people to, you know, really have direction and, and some true guidance. And yet it's still just a very small part of of uh, people that are awake because most people are still uh, asleep and they're like zombies walking through life. You know, their uh, faces glued to the their cell phones and the Internet and uh, they don't recognize anything. Everything is like a, a dream. And um, it's unfortunate because a lot of people are going to get caught by surprise. And when they, they do, then they're going to panic. And, um, you know, all they had to do was listen and to use that time to, to really prepare. Um, but instead, they're, they're laughing at us like, you know, it's all a joke. I will say this. Yeah, I they am are. seeing more and more people wake up. <clears throat> um, but certainly not. I mean, I wouldn't, um, you know, to your point, if, you know, I was going to guess, guesstimate a percentage, it's very, very small. But I am seeing, like, like, I, like just before the radio show started tonight, I mentioned this earlier. Um, about it was about 90 minutes before the radio show started. I get a phone call, maybe an hour, and um, I was like, "This is odd because just I no, normally just don't get calls that time. You know, that late on Sundays is very unusual." And it turns out to be my air conditioning guy. His name's uh, Scott, and he's like, "Hey, man, you usually know a little bit about these things, but I was wondering, you know, how big do you think the risk is right now uh, for us being under a nuclear attack?" <laughs> that's just one example. Um, that's just one example of many examples. Uh, I have conversations. I work for a three and a half billion dollar company, and I have, um, you know, I'll, 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 you know, use Zoom or Teams or whatever, and I'll say, you know, hey, uh, you know, when do you think you'll have that statement of work done? This, that, and the other thing, and then the person will like. Um, did you hear that blankety blank is happening over in the Ukraine? And I'd be like, uh, oh, boy, talk about pulling the wrong person's string. There goes two hours. <laughs> you know? Right. So, right. Yeah. Go for it. Take it, t- take it away, Joy. Well, you know, um, as I look at, at all the things that are being put in place by the top, what I call, companies of the world, with the help of the United Nations, you know, the Impact 2030 that they did. Um, it's, it's just quite clear that this global reset is going to change society and everything about us in the name of combating this climate issue to save planet Earth. I mean, this is going to become the major thing, and that's why you can see that the agenda goes along with the new urban agenda, the fourth industrial revelation, 
the United Nations Sustainable Development Goals, this concept of build back better, the Green New Deal, you know, Paris Climate Agreement, you just go on, global warming movement, you just you can just see that the global predators, just like Bill Gates and Klaus Schwab, Mike Bloomberg and all these big techs, they were, they're working as close as they can with these world health organizations, the World Economic Forum. I mean, it's really, really coming down to the pike that they know that they're going to get us to a certain level. And I think one of the things that I noted especially in the fact that we're starting to see, like you're talking about, that food is going to get to be a problem. And I don't know whether people are aware of that the World Economic Forum partnered with what is called EAT Forum to set up guidelines for global food production. And this Welcome Trust co-founded the EAT Forum, and it got financial help from GlyphoSmithKline. And you have to understand, that's registered in England, and it's a British multinational pharmaceutical company. And I find that just very, very weird that they're going to be involved with our food. But what they're doing is trying to set up a planetary health diet. In other words, where they would say, you know, this is what we want everyone to eat, and your money, if you want to buy, sell, or trade, let's say you want to have a candy bar today and you have a diabetic problem, they're not going to let you buy that candy bar. You know what I'm saying? There's no way that they're going to give you. So they're setting up already how they're going to manifest what you can even buy, sell, or trade. So it it was interesting to me when I saw that, that this EAT forum was involved in removing red meats and dairy intake by up to 90%. And listen to this. Replace it with foods made in laboratories. And guess who's behind it? Bill Gates is actually on record stating that people, all people, need to stop eating real meat altogether in the name of sustainability and and actually saving planet Earth. You know, recently when I was looking at this, I saw that they actually had some media promoting people on how to learn to eat bugs and to drink sewage water that had been recycled through a sewage treatment plant. And I don't think people get it, but these people who are globalists like this, they will go to any extent to save Mother Earth because they know if Mother Earth doesn't exist, the jig is up for the servants. So they're going to do whatever it is meaning get rid of us, make us follow these rules, control us to the point that you can't not buy, sell, or trade. And we are headed there. All these things are being put into place. And the more that I connect the dot to the next guy and the next guy, I'm like, oh, my gosh, there's a big family like running the whole thing, which we've always known because we've said the serpents were doing that. But it's just that these huge corporations are being used to manifest what governments typically control people. The globalists want the corporations to rule it so that they control us through mandates such as this, and then you can't do anything. They've got you locked in, and you take that mark of the beast, and you're going to go straight to hell. So I'm going to tell you, that is a big thing to be paying attention to, how all this is coming down, because it is every day push, push, push. And they've got these dates. 
like 2030, we're going to have this and this and this and this in place. We're going to save Mother Earth. And whatever it's going to cost to make that happen, the powers that be, the ones that are all family members with each other, that lineage that we've talked about coming out of the Garden of Eden through Cain's lineage is alive and and they're well on planet Earth. And they have great coordination and capability and they have the money to make it happen. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, the thing about it is it is actually happening and it's in progress. Right. Um, uh, exactly. You know, yeah. It, you know, and then like I, like I, you know, my two senses, you know, not fast enough for me, <laughs> you know, but, uh, you know, well, it's, it's like, going to be like what? the woman in travail, you know, I know. So there's yeah. going to be a point where, Things are going to accelerate so fast. Uh, and yeah, she's so yeah. fast. That's true. Yeah, and we're and, headed there. Uh, oh, no, yeah, we we are. But, okay, for example, <clears throat> article I read today. Be patient, young grasshopper. Uh, yeah, I know. I, ah! Ah, yeah, it's like I can't take it anymore. I can't take it anymore. Uh, Eleven years, four thousand shows. Please, somebody pull a big red lever. <laughs> you know? It's like, oh my gosh. Time to step outside the matrix. I know. All, all of my neighbors in the cul-de-sac here already think I'm. I've completely lost my mind. I. Uh, yeah. Anyway, I'll, I'll I'll spare you this story, but I'm a marked man. <laughs> uh, Remember anyway. long suffering. I know. Well, as long as that, we're marked by the Holy Spirit and God, that's the main thing that we're marked you know, by Him. You know, I think the Bible is like just loaded, gushing, overflowing with endless understatements. Like the very term long suffering. How long? Yes. Oh yeah. <laughs> Can you define it says for us to, it says it says for us to work until Jesus comes. So well, what we're doing is we are working till Jesus comes. And then what. like I say, when that day comes and that catching away happens, that will be a grand and glorious <sighs> day. Uh, if I we do not want to miss yeah. that boat. Uh, <laughs> I hear you. Boat. I know. Well, you know, I, 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 you know, I can't say that I agree with uh, his, eschat- his eschatological belief systems, but I must say one thing very positive about Hal Lindsey. <laughs> that guy is a Timex. Let me tell you what. What is he like? Eighty-four, eighty-five years old, and he's still going at it after the late great planet Earth. Listen, let, let me tell you something. <laughs> If he can do it, anybody can do it. Good job, Hal. Yeah. But anyway, yeah. I mean, can you imagine that? How old was Hal Lindsey in in in, in, uh, in the year two thousand when he had to eat crow the size of the <laughs> the state of Alaska? You know. Oh well. Anyway, but anyway, do you want to go ahead and close with a prayer for us, uh, Doctor Joy, tonight? Thank you. Uh. Y- Yes, I would be glad to do that. And I know that there are people who will listen to the show and people who may not know Jesus Christ. And I would just ask you right now to ask Jesus Christ to come into your life, to save you, and to give you the promise of eternal life that we've been talking about here, to escape this and to live forever in paradise. So I just ask you to ask him to forgive your sins and that you would want him to come into your heart and ask him to forgive you. 
and that you accept the salvation and the and the grace that he can provide for you for whatever we are about to go through in this life. And I, as I like to end most of everything that I do, I like to do the Lord's Prayer. So I'd like for everyone to close their eyes and just repeat with me the Lord's Prayer. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us of our trespasses as we forgive those who have trespassed against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen and amen. Amen. Praise God. Yeah, folks, I mean, if you are new to some of this information and you're just kind of catching on to how weird things are are out there like a lot of people are, um, no better advice has been given uh, since before the foundations of the earth. Now's the time to dedicate your life to the Lord Jesus because there is no other way to heaven and you don't want to miss. Praise God. That's right. Well, I love you guys. I thank you again for joining us tonight. It just keeps getting creepier, harder, weirder, darker. <laughs> Not fast enough for me, but nevertheless. <laughs> but thank you all again, both of you, very, very much for joining us tonight and bringing uh, such a wide scope and deep perspective to um, all the you know, unbelievable things that are happening out there. And uh, to your point, Zen, when things speed up, I think we'll all be kind of like, well, you know, let's be fair. We'll all be making this sound. Anyway. <laughs> well, we'll go ahead and leave everybody with a smile on their face. And 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 also, folks, one more thing. Don't re- don't forget. Don't very important. Whenever you're watching the news, Fox, CNN, Hannity, doesn't matter. Just take your pick, whichever one. Just remember the song, the lyrics from the song, "The Boxer." By Simon and Garfunkel, the bridge, lie la lie, lie la lie 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 la lie, mm-hmm. lie la lie, <laughs> right? Lie la lie 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 la lie lie lie. If you just remember that little bridge, then uh, you know you'd be in pretty good shape. <laughs> Thank you guys. I love you guys. Thank yeah. you so much. For Listen, I love you all. Love you, Zen. Love you, John. Love you Keep too. fighting the good fight. March on, good soldiers. You. See you next month. <laughs> if we're still here, hopefully not. All right. <laughs> all right. God bless you guys. See you all. Thank you all for joining us tonight. We will see you Wednesday night, 7 p.m., Lord willing. God bless you. Thank you for joining us. Bye, Joy. Lord, Bye, then. Love you. Bye. Bye. Love you, too. Lord, we come to you with repentant hearts. We seek you with all our might. Sinners set the mercy of grace. Redeemed we are by your embrace. Praise his holy name. Praise the King of Kings. When will your coming be? 
When will your trumpet sound for me? For you we will endure Until you come back for your bride to set her free I shall lift my obedient children to the clouds For they shall see my glory 